Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Amen. 
we, we thank the evangelist for that um, prayer for tonight. I thank all that are on the line for tonight. God bless you, our pastor's office. You sound so much like yourself. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. We thank God. It's gradually happening. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm, I'm having my moments. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, that's all right. We thank God for his awesome power mm-hmm. and his healing power. So on tonight, um, Pastor, I didn't study all of Romans 8. I'm going to tell you know how I am. I did 1 through 11, um, the first couple verses. So, um, and I guess we, I thought we could finish the rest next week. I know you do a whole entire um, chapter. And so, um, and you you and others on the line understand, well, you understand why I kind of broke it up because of what, I, what I'm in the middle of doing. So um, I hope that's okay, Pastor. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, uh, we got more time. I'll just try to help you and carry on from wherever you stop. Okay, okay. That, that, and we just go as far as far as we can go tonight. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, in that outlet, so we're gonna go ahead and get started um, on tonight. Um, I know Pastor Norman has people who read. I'm not sure who's on the line um, or who would like to read. If nobody, would, if anybody would like to read, they can. If not, I'll go ahead and start reading chapter um, eight. Okay. Well, um, you want to go ahead, um, Pastor Bright? Because if you needed somebody to read, I would, I could read. Okay, you go. Um, you want go me ahead. To where? Read from one. Read from one to six. Okay. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of of sinful flesh, in for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally mind is death, but to be spiritually mind is life and peace. Thus I have read chapter 8, verse through 6, verse here tonight in, in Romans chapter 8, um, we see that Paul is credited for this powerful chapter. And as we look into verse 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And in this particular verse, we can see here that even in the previous chapter, that Paul was telling us that the law is powerless to deliver us from our sinful nature and, and our sinful desires. Now, in this chapter, Paul tells us that the spiritual life and freedom, it tells us about the spiritual life and freedom from condemnation. 
we have victory over sin, and we have fellowship with God. And through that is the union with Christ by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So on tonight, as we talk about the flesh versus the spirit, that's basically what this chapter is talking about, is how we come against the flesh by being in the Holy Spirit. So we understand um, that, you know, this is not a carnal fight, but it's a spiritual fight. And, and sometimes we don't like what goes on within ourselves, and we're not, you know, a lot of people are fighting against myself. It's not yourself, it's that spirit that you're fighting against that you don't like. So or tonight, Paul is going to help us with walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit. So as we see here, it says, therefore, there is no combination to them which are in Christ Jesus. That's the key right there. We have to be in Christ Jesus so that there will be no condemnation. We can't be out of Christ Jesus. We've got to be in him. Mm-hmm. Someone has something to say? Um, so we have to understand that, yes, Christ reigns, uh, reigns on the just as well as the unjust, but in order for us to be uh, victory over our sins, we have to be in Christ Jesus and we have to have the Holy Spirit within us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so we understand that Christ removed the condemnation from the sinner. You know, so we have to um, realize that Christ came in as an intervention for us. And when he intervened for us, that's when he came down and he, you know, we hung, led, and died, but he left the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. So anybody have um, anything they would like to say, Pastor? Uh, I'd like to just add on. Um, the thing also, what it's trying to let you know, that your condemnation is not in the spirit, it comes in the flesh. That everything, see, what it opens us up to understand, as Pastor Albright was saying, it says, therefore, now no condemnation in them which are in Christ Jesus. Why there's no condemnation? of us that are in Christ Jesus, because we don't walk after the flesh, we walk after the spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, now, I, I want to make this clear. Where the condemnation comes in us is when we react to the things of the flesh while we're walking in the spirit. Oh, okay. And that's why the Holy Spirit will bring condemnation on you and and con- convict you in what you're walking in because it's outside of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want you all to catch that because that is real deep right there. It says, therefore now, no condemnation in, in them which are in Christ who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're walking in the Spirit of Christ, you're walking in the leadership of the Holy Spirit, there will be no condemnation because you'll be guided to walk in the things outside of the flesh. Once you once you start activating the things of the flesh again in your life, you're going to feel condemnation. How many of y'all? How many of y'all went out and committed a sin and just thought it wasn't wrong, and then later on y'all thought about that thing and that thing persecuted you, mm-hmm. and you thought it was right, and you thought that that you was all right, but it was your flesh standing up 
to uh, to respond to something that you could have dealt with in the spirit. The Bible says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. How many times have you said something to somebody and later on and thought about it and said, you know what, I shouldn't have said that? Holy Spirit. Yes, I have. That's true. And 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 it was and now you know that it wasn't your you didn't you didn't react from out of your spirit you reacted out of your flesh. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen, amen. And you know, um, are you finished, Pastor? Yeah, you can step in anytime. I'm I'm just a, I'm I'm in the background. I'm just going. <laughs> well, no, I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to interrupt. So it's. It, and Pastor is right, you know, um, we do walk in, in the flesh. But um, for those of us who live and move and have our spiritual being in Christ, um, you know, the spirit of Christ reaches down and infuses itself into us as believers. So there is uh, four or things I want to um, say real quick about walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit um, to help us out a little bit tonight. So for those who walk in the spirit, of God produces fruit, and that is revealed whether they are, you know, they are a child of God or not. If there is no spiritual fruit, then God is not our Father. If we are not walking in the Spirit to produce any spiritual fruit, I know we know what the fruit of the Spirit is: love, peace, joy, temperance, long-suffering, um, humility, meekness. If we're not producing any of those type of fruits, then we're not in the Spirit. We're in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Amen. We, have, we have to understand those who walk in the spirit have crucified the have crucified the flesh, and, and they do not submit themselves to the desires of the flesh. But those who don't walk in the spirit grieve the spirit, and their works produce nothing more than the wages. And we know that the wages of sin is what death. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for those once again. If we are in the spirit, we have crucified our flesh. And as the pastor was saying earlier, it goes back to what he said. When we have done something um, to somebody or we've done something, we know that it's wrong. But when we begin to walk in the spirit, we're, we're going to crucify our flesh. We're not going to want to speak to that person in an ugly way. We're going to try our best not to do anything that's out of the will of God and that's going to make the Father upset. Amen. So for those who walk in the flesh live according to the flesh as we say, and those who are in the spirit of God prove that they are Christ by producing a Christ-like life. If we are in the spirit, our life is going to represent Christ. I'm not saying we're not going to sometimes fall short because we all will, but what I'm saying is if we are walking by the spirit and we have the Holy Spirit that has is in, that's uh, dwelling in us and Christ has infused himself in us, that we're going to walk and we're going to have Christ, a Christ-like life. We're going to try our best to talk right. We're, we're going to make sure that we treat people right. You know, we're going to pray. You know, everything we do is going to be surrounded by Christ, so it's going to show in our life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, okay, amen. And once uh, again, uh, Can I just share this, and the Holy Spirit just dropped this. The thing that we, we understand that when Jesus got on the cross, it wasn't his spirit that was crucified, but it was his flesh. Amen. See, 
and, and you got to catch that because that's where your sin, that's where your your condemnation or coming is not in your spirit, but it's in your flesh. So when they put him on the cross, they crucified him according to the sins of the flesh because there was no sin in the spirit. <laughs> and, and, and for some of y'all that, that y'all sitting there saying, okay, what is he saying? What I'm trying to tell you real quick is that as long as you, greater he that's in you than he that's in the world, as long as you're walking in the greatness of the spirit of Christ in you, you won't be walking in sin. The only way sin produces itself is through your flesh. Right, that's why we have to crucify it daily. Mm-hmm. We still live in this, um, like I said, mortal body. But, yeah, we, we have to crucify that thing daily. Well, I, was, I was waiting to hear that, Pastor. I was just waiting for somebody to say, that's why Paul told us that we have to die daily, mm-hmm. according to the flesh. Because where the flesh is, there's going, there's going to be sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where the flesh is, there's going to be strongholds. There's going to be everything else, and that's why we must re- we must die to them daily. And that's why he told us to have a repenting heart because right. we got to change. That's right. That's right. Because when we become new creatures in Christ, the old man passed over. Just paraphrasing, you know, the old man is gone. We ought to take on the new man, and that new man is the spirit of of, of Christ. That's our new man. That old man is that worldly stuff we used to do, that partying, the cursing, the drinking, the smoking, or whatever you used to do back then, that, that we have to take that off because we, we, can't, we can't walk in the spirit still walking in our flesh. Amen. You know, Can I say and, something, Minister Albright? Yes, ma'am. Um, I read um, something on the day and also... Um, I was thinking about it and asked the Holy Spirit to give me some understanding of it. And also um, to add to what you all are saying, we either can have our mindset on the spirit or have our mindset on the flesh. Um, it's easier said than, than done um, because it's about our mindset also. Sometimes in our mind we are what we think. Um, Sometimes we need to get a checkup from the neck up because we are what we think. And when we do not have our mind on the Lord, when our mind is on negative thought because our mind sends messages to the body. And this is why um, I'm so agreeable with we either, um, if we have the Holy Spirit, it's a mind thing. Sometimes our mind will tell us, uh, go, go do this, go do that, go, do, 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 go, set, do, go, go curse that person out and whatever and stuff like that. But if we have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, even though we curse that person out and God is forgiving God, but the Holy Spirit will have us feeling some type of way after we've done that because that flesh had us to do that, then the Holy Spirit react. And if we got the Holy Spirit for real, we would have go back to that person and say, will you please forgive me for saying those profanity or awful words to you and stuff like that. So... I just want to say it's, it's also the mindset, too, 
because hope is set on the spirit and not on the flesh, too. Amen. That's true. That's true. We just, amen. We have a mindset for Christ. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna produce that Christ-like life. And as Evangelist said, you know, when you get to that point, sometimes you can be driving down the road, and we all have done it. Somebody cuts yes. you off, or you be red, you be hot. Yes. Be hot. <laughs> but if we stop and have a Christ-like mind, the first thing we should. Is, Woo, thank you, Jesus. I did not have an accident. Thank you, God. Thank you, you know. Yeah. Because anything could have happened in that split moment. But, mm-hmm. you know, so we, we have to display Christ-like, a Christ-like life at all times when we are walking in the, the Spirit. And, you know, I was sitting here as you all were talking, um, the, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when they say, in the Bible, that flesh and blood did not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And I was just sitting there, and that came into my mind, and the Spirit said, you know, not just the kingdom up in, in heaven, not just the, the weather place in heaven, but the kingdom on earth. Flesh and blood can't enter God's kingdom on earth. We have to put that flesh away and that corrupt blood. We have to try to ask God, you know, we have to ask God to cleanse us daily. If he cleanses us daily and we die to that flesh, then the corruptness that we have here, we can enter to the kingdom here on earth so that we can draw more people into the kingdom. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, if, if, we, if we die to flesh and put on that Christ-like attitude, then we can bring more people into the kingdom here on earth. And so when they do leave this earth, they can join the kingdom in heaven. Well, that was just deep in my spirit. The Holy Spirit was speaking to me um, about that. But we have to understand also that we have to truly walk in the spirit. And when we truly walk in the spirit of Christ, then we are sure that we do belong to him. Yes, yes. So those are the few little things I want to um, share with you about walking in the spirit and walking in the flesh. We all know when we're in the flesh, and we all know when we're in the spirit. Mhm. Okay. Can I? I want to ask a question then. Uh-huh. Okay, because, and this is a question. Mm-hmm. We know when we're walking in the flesh. How do we know when we're walking in the spirit? How do we know when we're walking as being that spiritual being? I can give you my view. Somebody else. Somebody else can go before I go. When we can turn um, the sinful spirit, um, the sinful um, flesh down, when um, we can turn, um, if something come before us, like a, like if a man approach me and I don't entertain this man and I just walk away, um, that's being walking in the spirit. But if I entertain this man and 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 he asks to go, um, me, um, he asks to take me out. Do not know anything about this man. This is walking in the flesh. I'm letting. I'm I'm walking in the flesh and not in the spirit. Amen. Also, um, to add, uh, evangelist, there. How do we know when we're walking in the spirit? Because we begin to produce the fruits of the spirit. We will be humble. Because if you're not in the spirit, you're not going to be humble. If someone says something to you out the way, and you're in the flesh, you're going to cuss them out. Mm-hmm. You're going to have mm-hmm. joy. 
you're going to be meek, you're going you're gonna to have temperance, you're going to have self-control. You know, those are the things that we know when we're walking in the spirit because we're producing fruit of the spirit. We are producing um, Christ-like um, action. We are compassionate. We're loving. We're caring. You know, all these things, you know, we're, we're in the spirit. And the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us. He's going to give us guidance, and, and he's going to, you know, show us what we need to do and what we don't need to do. But when you're in the flesh, you're going to do what you want to do to right. please yourself regardless of who you hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer to you, Pastor. Amen. Uh, I'm not, I didn't have a question. And both of y'all are moving. That's the right direction. The key thing is that over in Romans, it told us don't be transformed. <clears throat> don't be transformed by this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I know I'm just paraphrasing. But the thing is that he didn't want us to conduct ourselves according to the worldly things, but he wanted us to get in the Word. What makes us walk spiritually is the Word of God. Jesus said, and and opened me the door to understand, well, Lord, how do I walk spiritually? And he said to me, he said, Jesus said, the words that I speak out of my mouth are spiritual give life. And when I thought about it, I said, when I start operating in the Word of God, for the Word of God is spiritual, then I start to move in the spiritual things in the nature of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing about it, as long as, I, as long as what goes on in my everyday life, that I bring the Word up. And I do what the word say, lean not to my own understanding, but acknowledge God in all my ways, and he will direct my path. The path that God is going to direct me is, is according to his word. Mm-hmm. And that means that I'm going to be led by the Spirit in whatever I do. The Bible says that those who are led by the Spirit are my children. I just wanted some young person or some new convert on here to understand about how do you walk in the spirit is by the word of God. Yeah, because because we stuck because we got two things on the table here, the flesh and the spirit. Mm-hmm. And now we already know the flesh ain't gonna lead us into nothing but sin. And we gotta know that the spirit ain't gonna lead us nothing but into nothing but the but the will of God. The Holy Spirit ain't gonna take us no other way but in the spiritual guidance and walking in the will of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. That's so true. Um, that just like um, for instance, this is not the the spirit. If I walk up to you, just giving an example, if I walk up to you and say. You know, God requires blah, 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 blah. He, uh, he requires for you to do blah, 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 blah. That's, that's walking in, in my flesh. I walk away feeling heavy and pressure is on me. And, 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 and it would not be done. It wasn't done by me. But when I'm um, walking in the spirit, I, I would have to come up to speak to you like that because of the Holy Spirit. 
spirit that is in me. It, that type of talk would not come. Um, I would not approach you like that. Because, because the thing is, spiritual things are going to line up all the time. Whenever, the, whenever somebody comes to say something that God said for them to say to you, your spirit is going to come in agreement with it because it lines up with the word of God. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if it don't line up, you know, you know, you know, no way that God told him to say that. Right. How many times anybody on this line has somebody come tell them God said it and they, and they ain't even agree with your spirit? And later on you found out God ain't said a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have done that. Amen. And me, um, 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 said that you know the Lord, um, told me to tell you this, and knowing that the Lord didn't tell me, and 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 this person a Christian, and you know this person was a Christian, and and I said the Lord said, you uh, you know you need to do. He told me to tell you this, and knowing that this was myself, the Lord didn't tell me anything. I did it myself, <laughs> and um, she. Oh, amen. Praise the Lord. I received that. And this is where discerning gifts have to come in at. Because people can really tell you something that the Lord said this and the Lord said that. And no, no, the Lord didn't say that, say this. So I'm just using myself. I'm using myself as an example of what I have done. Hmm. And, you know, another thing to know, um, just to ask, because what everyone is saying, how, you know, you're walking in the spirit path. It's because mm-hmm. when you're walking in the spirit and you have to swallow your tongue, that's when you know God is working on you and digging up some of that. You know, some of us used to be gossipers. Some of us had a lot of mouth. And, and when we are walking in the spirit and we have to swallow that and, and be humble and be nice to somebody, then because that hurts. So we know God is digging that, that, that gossip in spirit. We know God is digging that um that, that running mouth spirit out of you. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the spirit, you feel that you feel that I don't know if hurt is the, is the best word to use, um, but you you feel God cleaning you out. And you know when you go to the dentist and and they're doing a root canal and they they drill and every, sometimes they hit a nerve they didn't numb and you can feel it. That's what I'm trying to say. God is is, is hitting that nerve to dig mm-hmm. that mess up out of you. Mm-hmm. And that's another way you know you're walking in the spirit. Because if you're in the flesh, man, please, you you gonna be, you gonna let it flow and say, mm, I told her about herself. But when you're in the spirit, you say, sister, I love you, and you that's have right. to turn away and walk away. And that sometimes when you're a new convert, that thing hurts. It's hard to swallow. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's another way of knowing that you're in the spirit when things begin to get rooted out of your life and and, and that pulling up. Begins to hurt, and you said, "Wow, okay, you know." So that's another way. So we're gonna, uh, if no one else has anything else, we're gonna move on to verse two. It says, "For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus and made me free from the law of sin and death." <laughs> and in verse two, the law of the spirit of life is is is, is activating a power in the life of the Holy Spirit. And it just it operates in the heart of belief. It simply means that the Holy Spirit comes into the life of sinners and frees them from their sins, and the law of the Spirit comes into full operation as we 
our believers obey the spirit. So it, it operates in our heart because, you know, we believe. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit comes in our life when we're sinners to free us from sin. And once we say yes and then we allow, um, you know, the Holy Spirit to do well in us, then the full operation can come in that, that we will obey the Spirit and that we will have power to overcome sin. Some people say we don't have no power to overcome sin. We have power to overcome sin because guess what? We have a free will. You can go commit fornication or you can say, no, I'm going to wait on God. You can go out and, and, and drink or you can say, no, I am delivered from that. I'm trusting in God. So we have power over our sin. If anybody has any uh, different view, please please share it with me. But I believe from what what the Spirit tells me, we have power over our sin when we allow the Holy Spirit to dwell in us. And, and, and that's just going back to saying again, when we are new creatures in Christ, all of that old stuff has to pass away. We have to allow Christ to go ahead. Well, the thing that, that, that lets you understand the exercising about your power over sin is the condemnation. Let me tell you something. So none of us on this line like like to go through condemnation. You know, you know, to do something wrong, and then later on that that condemnation come on, and it don't seem like you could ever shake that thing off. Now, I, I know I ain't the only one on this line done something wrong and, and wish I didn't do it, and it seemed like I can't never shake it off. It took me a long time to shake it off of what I did wrong. I have. You mean when you say yeah. shake it off, you mean like your mind beating you up? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't get it out of yeah. my mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't, uh, you know, when I thought I got by it, later on I'm sitting down and then got quiet here. I'm thinking about that thing all over again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It happens. And that's, that, that's the condemnation. Oh, yeah, and it's just that's awful. That's what it too. is. That's that condemnation coming back to keep messing with me. And so what, what makes me want to overpower sin is I don't, I don't, I ain't trying to deal with condemnation no more. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I know condemnation, when it comes, it's going to linger. It's going to be here for a minute. It's like temptation. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. And, and, and it's something that you just can't. You can, you try to shake it off. And you you know what? You go a whole week. It might not think of it, and then something come along and make you start thinking about that thing. And when you touch yeah. the and here you, here you go. Why did I have to think about that? I don't want to think about that thing. And you try to do everything to erase it out your memory bank, but it won't go nowhere. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. <laughs> God is good. I, I just wanted to share that, Pastor. Because that's a part of that right there, understanding for the Lord, the spirit of life and Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin. And that's what it freed me from, that law of sin and death, because that condemnation could kill you. Lord, is that <laughs> it It'll beat you up real bad. It'll beat you up real bad. That thing, that thing, that thing uh, 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 
or be on your back, and you 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 think you free, and then here it come again. That's Lord. It comes right back around again. Jesus, hammer. <laughs> and it sure make you not you you ain't worried about doing whatever condemnation came to condemn you about. You ain't trying to go there no more. Oh, Jesus, help us. You know we weak in spirit. <laughs> Uh, um, Pastor Carpenter's condemnation, um, condemnation and um, conviction is the same word. No. That means the same. Yeah. If, if if I come condemn you about something, about me condemn you is gonna is gonna convict you about what you did. Mm. Mm. Okay. So it works together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they work together. Exactly. You you think about you think about when you was a kid. You know what I'm saying? You got your parents came and and and, and okay, you got accused of doing something you know you did wrong. You know what I'm saying? And then your parents came and gave you the reward of the conviction. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know that old saying, who stole the cookie out of the cookie jar? Mm-hmm. And they know nobody in there was you, but the only one that stole that cookie, that last cookie out of there. And they blaming you, and you, 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 you feel because you bad, you feel bad because you took it. But now, you're going to feel bad because here come mama with that strap. And mama. she going to you the reward of your conviction. Better run, you better run. <laughs> she coming. <laughs> better run, she coming. <laughs> you must be looking through my window, our window. <laughs> this <show> didn't happen. <laughs> better run, you better run. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those days. <laughs> yeah, we can go back to them days. <laughs> ah, that's large. Good old days, though. Half a season. Back to you, Pastor Albright. <laughs> In there. Um, verse 3, 3 and 4. Um, says, For what the law cannot do, and that it was weak through the flesh. God sending his only son in life to the sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be sealed in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You know, with the, with, with the Holy Spirit working in us as believers, it allows us to live righteous, and which is the fulfillment of God's moral law. It's for us to live righteous. And when... I'm sorry, you guys. I, I got to get up and change the jokes on this machine. That's why I got quiet. I was looking at it. Um, but when, when we uh, allow the Holy Spirit to come in us as believers, and, and dwell in us, then we want to live righteous. We want to live right. We want yeah. to be obedient to the law of God, that we are not in conflict. Okay? Yeah. So we, we, we don't have a conflict because we want to do what's right. And when you have a conflict, is when something is against the other. So we want to line up in the spirit that we can kill our flesh. Because mm. as we said earlier, if we line up in the spirit what God says, then it 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 it'll be a whole lot easier to to, to crucify this flesh. This yeah. flesh right here, my gracious, this thing will get us in so much trouble. Yes. 
Yes. But when we accept Jesus, when we allow Jesus to come into our life, and it says, therefore, there's no more condemnation. So we want to live right, and, and we want to fulfill God's mortal law. So, um, Pastor, if you have anything to say or anybody else, could you take over real quick while I change these jokes on this down? It's a shame. I truly apologize. Oh, okay. Don't worry. I got it. Okay. Um, and, um, and that's what it's about. You know, by us walking in Christ, you know what I'm saying? He brings us into reality that he came in the flesh and he showed us that we can walk we can walk through sin. And you and you gotta you gotta really understand that because because when you got born again, now there's some sins that you committed all the time that you just don't do no more. That's true, amen. True. true. And, 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 and you know one one thing, I don't care, y'all y'all can like it, but I'm gonna tell you the truth. All of us was fornicators. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. We we get up we would get up all, all week and get up to go to that go to the jam on Friday and Saturday night. And oh, then we'll went out Thursday night to the BFW club. to what 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 we live in. Mm-mm-mm. 
but living according to what we've been born into. Amen. Amen. See that? See, you live in the flesh, but I was born in the spirit. And when I when I when I was born in the flesh, I lived according to the flesh. Yes. But now I've been reborn, and I wasn't born of the flesh the second time, but I was reborn of the spirit. Okay. But now, now I do everything to conduct myself in a spiritual manner. Yes. Okay. I gotta ask a question. Go ahead, ask. It's not it's not our topic tonight. Is a sense of an out. I, I I hear a lot of different meaning of this word. Tell me, um, Reverend Carpenter, what is the real meaning of communion? Of communion? Of what? Communion. I I hear a lot of different definitions, and I want to know what really I mean, what it really is, and the purpose. And a purpose. Let's go. Let's just let's just step out of hers and go over into uh, Corinthians. Mm. We'll read every Sunday, right? Mm. Let's go down to First Corinthians, uh, uh, the eleventh chapter, the twenty-seventh verse. Eleventh chapter, the twenty-seventh verse. And the chapter. In fact, let's just read from 17 all the way down, the 17th verse. The 11th chapter. Mm-hmm. When everybody's there, just tell me, say amen. 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 All right. It says, now and given these instructions, I do not praise you since you come together not for the better but for the worse. But first of all, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you. And in part, I believe it. But there must also be uh, fractions among you that those who are approved may be recognized among you. Therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper. When eating, each one takes his own supper ahead of others. And one is hungry and another is drunk. What? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? In this, I do not praise you. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This is not, I mean, this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 
For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. I just want to stop right there. Mm. Okay. This was part of the, the last uh, gathering that Jesus had with the 12 disciples at the last supper. Yes. He asked right. us to do this in remembrance and giving honor to him about what he was getting ready to go do. He broke the bread with us, and then he offered up and drank the wine, which the wine is his blood and the bread is his body. Mm. I ask that question because Doing our church services on the third Sunday, we have communion on the third Sunday of every month. Uh-huh. We have communion on the third Sunday of every month, and I ask it because when the preacher gets up and say, he say, all saints come up, and he says, if not, uh, if you drink this, if you drink this wine, eat this bread, you and you're not a Christian, you have you do damage to your body. And so a lot of times people won't go out there, and that time come they they, they fly at the church. So you think, I mean, is that right for the people to tell the people that, that you drink it ever do damage to your body? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got I to hear that a little more clear, what you say. I say the reason I ask that question, you hear me now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. On the third Sunday, we have communion in church on the third Sunday every month. And the people get ready, he say, all saints come around. And those who are not saints, if you drink this, it will do damage to your body. So a lot of people are afraid to go up there because of what the what the pastor say to them. So but he's telling, he's telling the truth. Or that, that, that is the truth. Let me let me tell you something. We're gonna read down, and I'm gonna show you just what he says. Okay. And the next verse, we go down to the twenty uh, seventh verse. Twenty seventh. It says, "Therefore, who whoso whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup." Of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself. Not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for another. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home. These you come together for judgment. The rest I will set in order when I come. So let me oh. let me explain that. It's just like me. And someone can you put their phone on? Okay, because I can hear the background. If you don't mind? Somebody mute their phone, please. We can hear them in the background, wherever you at. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, let me give you, for me, an example. 
um, to let you understand what this is saying. I went to a Masonic ball with my family because my family is Mason. And my nephews and them spike the punch because I drink punch. I don't drink. They spike the punch, and I'm drinking the punch, I'm drinking the punch, and end up my brother-in-law came. He said, man, you drinking that thing? You know what's in there? I said, punch. He said, no, man, them, 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 the young, our young nephews and them spike that thing. They over there laughing, watching you drink it up like a, like a soda. I think that thing and got up to walk. I was just as drunk as a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> and the next morning I had to go into church, and it was communion. Mm. And they wonder why I wouldn't take communion. And I told, I'm telling the story that I just told you, because they spiked that, and I got drunk. And I got drunk and acted under, other than who I was. Mm. I'm dancing, and I'm all over the place and having me a good time like I was back in the world. <laughs> wow. And I could not. Well, in other words, not, if, you're in, the, if you're in the world, you shouldn't take it. Huh? So in other words, if you're in the world, you shouldn't take it. No, you shouldn't take it. That's mm. right. That's right. You shouldn't take it. I was trying to show you an example with me that, mm-hmm. that that due to the fact I stepped out into the world and did worldly things that night from being drunk, other than who I am, and when I got up and went to church the next day, it was Communion Sunday, and I couldn't take communion. Mm. Because of what you done. Because of what I done. The Word of God tells me that if I don't examine myself before taking the Lord's body, then the consequences are going to come upon me. Mm. And then a lot of people in the church, they just get up because everybody else get up. Right. And I blame some pastors because they don't read that scripture to them to let them know. Everybody can't take this on the first on, on Communion Sunday. Now, you need to make sure your life, everything is right with you and God. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. then, and then the ones that get me, are the other ones that want you to, to ask for forgiveness right there on Sunday and act like that's it. That ain't it either. Hmm. Wow. I mean, I mean, it's a fact that God is already telling you, don't do this unless you're right. Okay? So that means that if I come in church on Sunday morning and I did something Saturday night, just because I'm asking for God to forgive me, yeah, he's going to forgive me. But I ain't got it right yet, so I don't need to take his blood. I don't need to drink his blood and even his body. Mm. That's true. Wow. My mother taught me the same thing. Taught mm-hmm. me the same thing. So. She hey, said, you go out all night. Yeah, you so that's for communion. Communion, we have to respect it according to the word of God. Amen. Anytime somebody want want you want to talk with you about that, just take them to First Corinthians eleven chapter, uh, down to twenty to seventeen verse, and read all the way down. Sure will. I got my answer now. And, and and you'll be able to show it to them in the Word of God. I see a lot of people go up there, and Lord know that devil in them. It's a shame. A lot of unsaved people are yeah. running up taking communion. Yeah. And and don't know what they're taking. Exactly. They're just living the life they want to live. Mm-hmm. 
And and I just feel that God. How well, could I ask a question on what you just said, Reverend Carpenter? Because I want to. Um, you said that you was you thought you was drinking punch, right? Okay, right. that's just like I go to the family reunion and I'm <laughs> drinking punch, but you did not spike that. You you didn't when you drank it, you did not know it would spike up until you drank it, right? Yeah, until he came and told me, cause I was sitting there and I'm drinking. It tasted good. It tasted <laughs> like they put ginger ale or something in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. It just tasted good, and I'm sitting there drinking, talking, drinking, talking. Mm-hmm. And then when he told me, mm-hmm. and I think it was more when he brought it to my knowledge, and I tell him, Nah, this thing don't talk, don't taste like that. But when I got up the walk, I felt it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because I'm using myself just like if I'm at the family reunion, somebody come tell me that, and I think I'm drinking punch, and I say, "Ooh, wow, this is so delicious! Give me some more of this." And stuff like that. Not know no, and I put anything in it. But then again, when I realized I was drunk when I walked, and and even when I came to reality before I went to church, and asked the Lord to forgive me for 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 this. So therefore, you're saying that. If I ask Jesus to forgive me for before I go to church for drinking something that somebody put in a punch, um, it wouldn't be fit, uh, it wouldn't be appropriate for me to take communion. No, even though it wasn't your fault, huh? I, right. I, I, you know what? Even though it wasn't your fault, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you like this: it wasn't my fault, but <laughs> but I know how how, how the way. I know how when I drank, how you said, mm-hmm. and when they told me that I was acting and dancing all night all over the place, I just knew I was. I I, I just knew that was the old man. I I woke the old man up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know, me, you know, only thing that I can say for me to feel safe mm-hmm. and to respect God is not to take communion. Well, I ask God for forgiveness. I know he's a forgiving God, and maybe this happened through, through my ignorance or whatever, but I've still got the right mind to know that his words say that I don't need to take it. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's what, I mean, anybody on the line, that's a decision you got to make. Exactly. I'd rather not take it and be safe than take it and take a chance. Amen. Amen. Thank you, the, uh, Reverend Carpenter. I appreciate that answer. Good answer. I got my answer. Amen. 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 All right. Pastor Albright. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. This is Sister Deborah. All right. Hi, Deborah. How are you? God bless you. Hey, God, God bless you, Sister Deborah. God bless you, too. It's good to hear your voices, as usual. And, and I was just listening to the communion. I was wondering... They have to be uh, baptized first, and then, and then uh, have to be clean of heart. But they they have to have baptismal first. Like there's okay. people like oh, I mean, I mean, everybody has their own structure on how they do that. But I know one thing that if you got born again last week. And it was the it was the last Sunday of the month, and here you come in this Sunday. We ain't had your baptism, but you've been born again, and you want to take 
part in the Lord's Supper, the door is open. It don't. I don't read nowhere say you got to be baptized. You got to be this. You got to be that. It only oh. says you got to you you got to be a child of God. Amen. Oh, amen. You yeah. had to go through no rituals of being baptized and all like that. I just read just what it says you must be and how your standard must be with God in taking Holy Communion. So, okay, so like I you... said, every pastor, every church has their own way that they may do it. Right. But according to the word, on a one way. According okay. to the word, it didn't. It did not say that in my word. All right now. All right. And God with the right. I, I feel that that as long as you're born again and you have knowledge of what the Lord's Supper means, then 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 you're ready to receive it. Mm. Because there's a lot of people been in the church a long time and still don't understand. Mm. You know why? Because the leaders don't explain to them of what. Communion is, and and the thing is that all you got to do is go in the Word of God, and you'll find out for yourself. Mm. And I, I, I know. Growing up, I used to always hear them say, uh, "If you haven't been baptized, don't partake." Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I hear now it said the saints. So I was wondering when it said the saints. Um, did that mean that was everybody like the disciples and Jesus that was baptized and 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 went under the water and left their sins there or died like Jesus did and came back up? Does that mean that this, that you um that's when you when you say saved that's what it means right? I'm not too mm-hmm. sure terminologies. When you say saved, it just means you believe that Jesus lived and died for us or saved as far as going under the water. Now, which is the right way, um, the right term for the word saved? So if I use it to talk to someone, I can be correct. I don't want to be wrong. If I make sense, I don't know if I'm making sense. I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to say. I'm sorry. Uh, explain to me. Okay. I, so that uh, you saved, they use the term saved when we get baptized. They say, okay, you're going to get baptized and you're going to now be saved. So think of Jesus when you go under the water and you're going into, like, uh you're dying. All the old man is dying. All the old things you do like Christ died. And then when we bring you back up, you think about being a new person. You're saved. And you're a new person. All your things is, all your sins, all your, everything you did is gone now. You believe in Christ. You believe that you're a new person in him. So I'm just trying to understand the word saved a little bit more. I don't want to take you way off course. But I was just, since we, you know, was on the topic, I figured I would ask. Hello? I'm here. I'm trying. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to get back on track. The thing about it 
is the best thing that I could tell you is to talk to your pastor and and ask her how which way do they go because see I could tell you one thing and your pastor may say another thing you would say well Pastor Carpenter told me such and such. <laughs> What does Jesus say? What is see, what is see, see, You know what? Because the word of God doesn't say nothing about that. All it says is you must be born again. Yeah. Okay. And the thing about what Jesus says here, this is what Jesus says. Let's read what Jesus says. And that that'll draw the line right there. Uh Jesus says, now given these instructions, I do not praise you since you come together not for the better but for the but for the worse. Mm. Wow. But first of all, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and in part I believe it, for there must also be factions among you that those who are approved may be recognized among you. Therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat it is not to eat the Lord's Supper. Mm. But eating each one takes his own supper ahead of others. And one is hungry and another is drunk. <laughs> what? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or, or do you despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this, or do I not praise you? Okay? And that was Paul talking to the church of Corinthians. Okay. And he was letting them know, you don't come to take the Lord's Supper in church just because you're hungry. Mm. <laughs> okay. And you don't come to drink the wine because you want to get drunk. <laughs> we really don't have wine. We just have grape. Um, the oh, grape. That's great. But, but, but during this time, they had real bread and they had real wine. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Some churches still do that. No reason. No reason. And they had that up to a certain time, but then people had... As knowledge and understanding came, we had people in the, in, in, in the church that were recovering alcoholics and stuff like that, and people that couldn't do this got diabetes, got this, got that. So they they made changes to accommodate the people. Mm. Uh, but originally, out of the Bible, this is what they talk about. Mm. This is what Paul was telling the Church of Corinthians. Don't come here because you're hungry and you ain't had no bread. You want to come eat. And don't come here because you want to drink. Mm. That ain't happening. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. Yeah, that's Amen. why I used to have a lot of winos in the church. They used to come on the first Sunday to get a drink. Them big old goblets back then. <laughs> I'm already telling you the truth. Mm. But, um... And I'm going to read this, then we're going to get back Romans. <laughs> back into our, to, our, to our Bible study. And it says, uh, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. And this is what Paul is telling that he received from, from Jesus. That the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, 
took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat this, is my body, which is broken, for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, you also took the cup, and after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Just do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Mm. Every time we do it, we recognize, we lift up, and we honor him giving himself up on Calvary for us. Okay? So, that that is it. Anything else? Deborah, please, go ask your pastor. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, every pastor got their own thing that they do. Yeah. And I don't want y'all to say, well, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't been down the roads, you know what I'm saying, about what one pastor said, then I say this, and then... I went to a thing where I, 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 I went in the Word of God, and what they got from their pastor wasn't the Word of God, and we had a big thing. So I okay. sent people back to their pastor. Go talk to your pastor. Uh, okay. I'm going to send All you right. to the Word of God. I'm going to send you to the truth. Okay. Where are we at in Romans now? We're in uh, Romans, the eighth chapter. Eight. Okay. Thank and you. And let me just catch up. Where we were at, uh, 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 okay. Pastor Carpenter. Yes, ma'am. Hey, could you take over? My husband is cramping. I need to take care of him. Okay, go ahead. I got it. Okay, thank you. Um, she wrote from five to six. Okay. It says, for they are after the flesh. Do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. But to be carnal-minded is death, but to be spiritual-minded is life and peace. So, what it's telling us right there is that if we chase after the things of the flesh, we don't, we, that's just who we're going to be. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you all something. Y'all got people in the church that look spiritual with a flesh, but are walking in the flesh. Hmm? Mm. I don't say, uh-uh. y'all know I'm telling you too. You got a lot of people there that that can quote the word of God, but don't walk in it. Yes, Lord. Got that right. Amen. Amen. Hmm. The truth. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you you y'all know y'all know that the first one that can quote a scripture off the top of their head but can't walk in one. Huh? Speak truth. Speak it. Speak it. Man, you better say it, pal. And then you got you got the other ones that that are quote a scripture and the scripture don't even fit what they're talking about. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Reverend. But they'll pick out a scripture that'll try to make them seem right in what they're doing in the flesh. Amen. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And those, those those will become 
when they're carnal-minded. They're carnal-minded. Okay. You understand? Know mm-hmm. And they, they don't know the word, but their mind hasn't been transformed. See, when we read the word of God, our minds, the word tells us that we should be transformed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By the renewing of your mind. And a lot of people's minds haven't been renewed. Lukewarm. You understand know what I'm saying? They got the word. They got the word in them. But the word hasn't taken. What word could I use, Holy Ghost? The word mm-hmm. hasn't taken possession. Mm-mm-mm. Hasn't taken possession of their hearts. Oh, Jesus. The Bible says, so is a man thinking in his heart. So is he. Yeah. Yeah, I, could, I, could, I could quote the word to you, but the word ain't taking hold of my heart. I ain't, I ain't distributing no word. Hmm. I'm just carnal-minded. Okay. I'm making any sense to anybody. Anybody got that? Oh yeah. Oh All right. yeah. Yeah. Y'all got, y'all, y'all got, y'all got a lot of that. We see and hear a lot of that. That's right. Y'all got people in leadership. Get some people getting fronted up in the pew all the time in front of you. Can't walk mm-hmm. one step in the word, but they 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 sure can preach. They can preach a word. Hmm. Some of the same stuff yes. they tell you that you shouldn't be doing. They do. Amen. 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 And and that's what you got to understand that they're carnal minded. Mm. Yep, yep. We keep praying for them. That's what you got to understand they're carnal minded. The word of God says, for to be carnal minded is death. Why is it death? Because the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Amen. Yeah, that was so. But to be spiritual-minded is life and peace. Thank God. And why there's such peace and life because when you walk in the word, you're gonna be you're gonna be walking in peace. You know you know what get me that I can't stand, and I don't know if some of y'all run into it, but 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 when you got friends that betray the walk with God, and then somebody asking to do something, you know what gets me when they gotta come and ask me did they do a good job? Mm. I know, huh? I can't. I, you know what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I be. I don't even want to walk around preachers to come. Did I preach a good sermon? Thank I God. walk right away from them. I don't even say nothing to them. I say you just as dumb as you want to be. Oh God, Jesus! Because you know what? If God gave you the word, how it ain't gonna be good? Exactly. God, God said that my word should not return to me void, but accomplish what I please in the place that I sent it. And if God, you said that God gave you that word to preach to these people, why do you need me to live the walk about what God gave you? Amen. That's so true. Thank you. If God told you to be to do the program down there for the for the auxiliary women at the church and put you over it, 
Why you need me? To, what, can I do a good job? You don't need me to, to. You don't need to come ask me that you do a good job. Exactly. He said no, right? Mm. If God given the word, he said no. If God give you the assignment mm-hmm. to do, you ain't got to worry about getting nobody to, to, uh, 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 mm, 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 to commend you on what you did. Exactly. You want to right. name it, right? Mm. Mm. And when people come ask me that, I know just where they are in Christ Jesus. Exactly. Does God tell me to do something? I ain't got to ask nobody that I do the good job. I know it was done good. All right now. Because you know yeah, why? Yeah, because you're going to feel it's going to be all in you. That's right. I, right. You know why? Because I didn't yeah. do it. He did it. He, I, he just used me. That's right. Yes. And the only thing yes. I got to say when I'm finished, thank you, Lord, for using me once again. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord, I thank I you. I ain't got nothing else to say to him. That's it. Thank you, Lord. That's it. I don't need no man to validate validate me or no woman to validate that I did a good job. God bless y'all. Amen. That's when our mind be on earthly things. When Thanks. we have to ask somebody, did we preach good? All right, say it again. What's what your mind be on? Earthly things. Okay, so your mind on earthly things, then you moving in what? Moving in the flesh. Come on. Say yes. it again, sister. Tell it again. Moving in the flesh. Moving in the flesh. Worldly things, sinful things, fleshy things. That's why God can't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, if you conform to worldly things, then you moving in your flesh because everything you 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 want to be lifted up by worldly people mm-hmm. about worldly things. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. That's Jesus. clean. Clear. But if our mind is set on the spiritual thing, you ain't got to worry about it. Life and peace. Amen. Amen. You see, that's why why the Bible says the joy that I have can't nobody take it from me because my joy is not in the earth things, but my joy is of a spiritual nature. And the world can't give it to you. And the world can't take it away. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, God. Amen. 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 Come on, let's go on to read a little, get, get this done tonight. Let's go on and get through this thing. Um, let's see where I'm going to stop that at. Uh, I want somebody to read from 6 to 16. Was the 6 already read? I already read. I mean, uh, 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 verse 7 yes. to 16. From verse 7 to 16. Okay. Let me see. All right. Because the corner mind is immunity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not, he is not his. Mm-hmm. And, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. Mm-hmm. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. 
But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit and dwells in you. Therefore, with breathing, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die, but if by the Spirit put you to death the deeds of the body, you will live for as many are as led by the Spirit of God. These are sons of God, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out. Mm. Amen. Okay, Amen. Um, did I finish that? No, go ahead. The Spirit bear witness. The Spirit himself bear witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And Amen. And Amen. We thank you, woman of God. And it, okay. Now we want to go back to verse 7. It says, Because the carnal mind is enemy against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can 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 be. And and and, and that is so true that our mind, uh, you know what I'm saying? When we think about our mind, that's why God wants us got a word for us to protect our mind. Because our mind is always under attack. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why God has a word that says, Cast down every strange imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought unto the obedience of Christ. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Amen. Because when we look at our mind, our mind, all day we get, we get the, where does the devil attack? He attack you in your mind, thought. Yeah, you're weak as <laughs> in your week, if he'll attack you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes, but sometimes even in, when you're strong. You know, got to, let me tell you something. I'm, I, I, see, I, I, I talk real. So any of y'all, for the first time, y'all might as well know that I'm starting to talk real. I've been praying and got attacked in my prayer thoughts by the adversary. Mm. To try to take me off of the direction of what I'm praying about. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what? I don't even worry about nobody saying they meant because a lot of you on this line have been have been taken off of the focus of what you were praying by something, a thought, <clears throat> going through your mind real quick. Amen. Yes, that has, that has right. happened. Amen. I have had to stop and start over with praying. Oh, that's right. Come on now. I like real people. Yes, that's I right. have to. That's right. Yes. You're right, Dean. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it make you make me make my eyes start feeling so heavy. Oh Jesus! Mm-hmm. Scripture and pray, and I'd be like, mm mm. Oh, yeah, the devil try to get you every time. Yeah, I fight it hard as I can. I get strong. I said, okay. The devil's a liar. I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. That's why it tells mm-hmm. us in the next verse, those that are. It says in in in, in the next verse. Mm-mm-mm. It lets us know one thing. It says, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Mm. As long as we, we deal, we, we're trying to deal with God in our flesh, we can't please him. Not in the flesh. That's right. That's right. You know why we can't please God? So true. Somebody tell me. 
if you know. Because our, our concentration is broken away from it. Uh, that, that's one. That's one reason. Well, let me tell you why. Because God's relationship with us is not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Let me let me show you what I mean. For some of y'all on the line that may not understand what I'm saying, everything we do with God is spiritual. He says, "Worship me, worship me in spirit and in truth." Mm-hmm. You cannot worship. God in your flesh. No, you can't. You cannot connect with God in your flesh. Mm. Your connection with God is in your spirit. Amen. Oh, Jesus. That's so true. And I think that's why the church today is not as it's not like it used to be. See, Grandma and them, they were spiritual. Yes, Lord. Grandma and them, they couldn't read. They couldn't write. and They had a little bit of education, but they relied on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so true. And they And they, they walked in the Word. Mm-hmm. You know why they walked in the Word? Because the word is spiritual, and they relied on the Holy Spirit to take them in a spiritual nature of how to live. Back then, it was real. Huh. It was real back okay, then. Okay, the saying in the Bible, the saying in the Bible where it says uh, man will become weaker but wiser. So weaker, you, they become weaker in the flesh, I mean in the spirit. Wiser when it comes to the flesh? No. And they became weaker in the flesh and wise in the spirit. Remember this. Where does your wisdom come from? Spirit. Your wisdom comes from God. James says right. that if you need if you want wisdom, only ask, right? That's what it says. Yes. And then you shall receive the wisdom of who? God. The wisdom of God. Yes. <laughs> So, so when, 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 when we think that what is going to become weak, our flesh, and the wisdom, and us becoming wiser, will be moving in the spirit. Wow. Powerful. Very powerful. Mm-hmm. Powerful. That's why the Bible says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yes. Mm, that's wrong. The flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Mm-hmm. The flesh is weak. It says, but ye, ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Mm-hmm. None of his. That's why, that's why they told us. Test those that come among you. Mm-hmm. The Bible lets us know everybody that's going to say, Lord, Lord, ain't going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Because everybody that says it ain't walking in the spirit of Christ. Matthew, that's right. Man. It lets Man. us know that we need to try the spirit, by the spirit. And what 
but what it's telling us to try it, the word of God is the spirit that we try it by. Mm-hmm. Because even the devil can quote the word, but he can't live it. Yes, Lord. Right, that he can do everything but live, but live a life. That's right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people around you that are quoting words but can't live it. You have a well-dressed man. There's so many people that we end up running behind, and when they and when they fall, we be like, why? Mm. And the thing about it, they were falling all the time, but you act like you couldn't see it. Mm. You know why? Because you was caught up looking at them in the flesh and not in the spirit. Mm. 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 You know, one of the one of the, one of the. And, and, and God forgive me, I'm only being truthful when I say this to to y'all. One of the one of the, one of the most craziest things that I felt that I, I, I was the worst thing that I thought God ever dropped on me at the time was discerning of spirits. Mm-hmm. Because when I started operating in the discerning of spirits, it was a shame that a lot of people that I thought was with me wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. A lot of people that I thought that would smile in my face, and I would, my spirit would just leave me. They did this as phony as a three dollar bill. Mm. And a three dollar bill either. <laughs> mm. I ain't never seen a three dollar bill. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You ain't never seen a three dollar bill. So that's how phony they were. But when I started discerning and going and 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 watching people, and I'm and I'm discerning their spirits, I'm like, wow, Lord. It was something that I later got to, to mature in. But when I when I first started operating it to to see people that you thought was with you and you discerned they were just as phony as anything mm. is a certain feeling. Mm. Mm. And I think the other thing with discerning was to find out some people that were pretenders. Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. They had no, they, they couldn't show no evidence of who they were inside of Christ Jesus. <laughs> I'm apostle such and such. And you, you respect that person as being who they say they is, and then later on you discern they ain't, they ain't Ain't that goes back to what Evangelist was saying when she say how somebody come and tell you something say the spirit tells them. Uh-huh. That's some of those people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, the Lord told me. The Lord ain't told you nothing. That's right. I'll get it. I'll get it. I went and told the person that the Lord ain't tell me nothing to tell that person. I lied. Mm. <laughs> and I got convicted by, from it too. Condemnation from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, yeah I, I mean, you you find out. Um, just hanging with my friends sometimes. We go to different places and people 
run to hear prophets or, or this person. And I, I just sat and watched a prophet tell a young lady that her husband was on his way and everything. And we sat there and looked at each other, and I said, that's the thing. And she just happened not to wear her wedding ring that that while we was at this function or something. I think she went to the bathroom, washed her hands, and put it in her purse. But yet he wow. thought that she was going to her husband was on his way and all like this. And we sat there, and she looked at him and smiled with him. Mm-hmm. And it was the same to know he, he was a lying prophet. Wow. Could 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 a a true Christian recognize a true man of God, Reverend Carpenter? Oh yeah. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody asked you that because I was talking to a friend of mine last night, and he was talking about this church full of people, and there was a minister in the pulpit, and that man got up. He preached like an angel. He said he preached the people shot and sing. Oh my God, beautifully. He said after the man got through preaching. The man asked the uh, congregation, did y'all enjoy my sermon? He said, yes, we did. He said, did y'all um, understand what I was saying? He said, yes, we did. He said, let me tell y'all stuff. He said, I'm not, I believe in God. He said, I'm Satan. And y'all sit there and listen to everything I say and didn't know who I was. Mm. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. He told the church that he was Satan. Yeah, yeah. he got people preaching like an angel. Preach, everybody believed in him. They shot, they sang, everything. He stuck his feet, everything. And when he got through preaching, he said, did y'all enjoy the sermon? He said, yes, we did. He said, did y'all love God? He said, yes, we do. He said, how could you really know who God is? He said, I, he said, I don't believe in God. He said, I'm Satan. But yet y'all said they enjoy my sermon. Oh, my Lord. Fight that question. The whole church didn't know who he was. See, maybe maybe, maybe the, um, the people that said that um, they was, uh, why they were shocked, because some of them may have known the word of God and was not was not looking at him um, as a man, but they were listening at the word. At the um, word. Um, Sometimes right. we can put the word in our heart, as long as it's Jesus' word. We don't put our focus, our mind on the man that's preaching it sometimes, but we're listening at, okay. at the word of God. Well, that's why I yeah. they recognize the true man of God. I think out there and do all that and listen to amen and, and mm-hmm. so. And Reverend Carpenter said a while back, when you say amen, you you know what you're, you know what you're saying, right? I'm going to tell you like this here. So, so you're agreeing to it. Say amen, you're agreeing to it. I said, well, yeah, you're agreeing to it. But I'm going to tell you like this here, and we're going to move on because that's another subject. <laughs> but the thing is, today's church, a lot of us are looking at the exterior instead of dealing with the interior. Mm-hmm. 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 The Bible told told us that, the, that they should come the wolves should come in sheep's clothing. That's what they say. You know, <laughs> the thing about it, that, that's what happened. We're looking at the clothing and not, and not, and not looking at who they are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. When you go to church and you start tick-fucking the people in leadership, whatever, you need to start discerning who they are. Mm-hmm. God didn't give you that gift just to discern when you want to use it. You, you, you need to use it with everybody you come in contact with. Mm-hmm. Oh, Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 But what, uh, the Satan, what the God, 
Uh, sweet as the prettiest angel in heaven. Huh? Satan. What? Satan wanted water God. Uh, prettiest angel in heaven. Oh yeah. Mhm. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is that mm-hmm. that I'm listening to what you're saying, and the thing is that God already told us it was going to be false prophets. Yes, He did. We were false prophets. So, so it's not that we don't know they're going to be in there, but are we searching or not to find out who they are? Or we just we just looking and accepting whatever come our way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you break that down for me? If you ha- if you have another minute, false prophet would be someone trying to tell us what the future is gonna hold and telling the wrong. What is exactly a false prophet? Someone that's trying to teach the word. And, well, yeah, uh, false prophet is one that's going to try to teach you an error. Pretender. They're not. I mean, what they tell you ain't true. Um. Like That's why the Bible says you'll know them by the fruits they bear. But yeah. the thing is that a lot of people don't make you understand that. The only way you're going to know the fruits they bear if you search out the word of God and know what their fruits they should be bearing. For mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because every tree bears different fruit. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Come on now, and, and 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 I did a teaching on this, and that's why when you come in the fivefold ministry, every one of them five trees should bear a certain kind of fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't walk around as apostle and I and I ain't established not one church. Amen. Amen. Mm. I can't be a prophet and they never prophesize the truth or prophesize at all. Yes. I can't be an evangelist and have never evangelized at all. I ain't saved one soul. God ain't going to have me be an evangelist. I ain't saved no souls yet. Right, amen. All right, now. Jesus. Have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Have mercy, have mercy. I can't be no pastor teacher if I ain't never pastored no people. All right, now. And all the time, I ain't got a pastor in the church just what I do on the phone ministry is pastoring. Mm-hmm. Just what I'm doing right now, teaching Bible studies, is teaching. Amen. But if I didn't exercise none of these gifts, I can't. Where's my fruit? Hmm. Yes. And what does a missionary do? A mission. Missionary is an office in the church. Okay. They're not gifts. Those are offices. Uh, missionaries are ones that go out and what I, I, you have to look at the structure of what your pastor puts as the um, position that a missionary may exercise in their church. See, because everybody got a different job than a missionary do. When I grew up, my grandmother was a missionary. We went to church twice on Sundays after the first service. We would get in the car, and she would go to the to the home, to the sick and shut in, and wash them up, clean their house, cook them food, and then we go back to church. Okay. And that's what she did every other Sunday. Cause we went to church every other Sunday, and that's what she did. She did that on the second and fourth Sunday. 
That was some missionary work. Amen. So, okay. you know, I can't, I don't know what your pastor tells you what, you know, is the um, duties of a missionary in their church. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, basically, I just want to know what God says. You know, all this. See, the thing about that, that's a church position. That's and the thing about it, those, the church positions are bishop, overseer, elder, deacon, deaconess, missionaries. All those are positions to the church. Those are man-made positions. Oh, okay. Okay. Those are not positions given by God. Okay. Okay, you made a good point just now. So in a church, uh, in church when deacons and missionaries are supposed to be ordained into this position, yeah, by the church, they are. That that is that is that is the law that the, that the church has drawn up that they ordain them into those positions. Okay. All right. I don't want to be asking too many questions and keep you all off there. Yeah, because you're taking us off. <laughs> I'm just going to <laughs> one day, I'm just going to have a night to come on and let you all be able to ask questions about whatever you all want to ask about in the body of Christ. That is so right. nice. You took my my mm-hmm. thoughts that I was thinking about having on my um, ministry, but go ahead. So whatever day you want to have. But I thought you did. Oh, I thought you did have a night set up for that. <laughs> I did. I do. Well, let me know when, and I'll come on there, invite everybody, and I'll come and be one of the people to sit on the board or whatever, and okay. do the share because a lot of people don't understand. One is a gift that God gives, and the other one are offices that the church gives. I got a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And truly, truly. Uh oh. The gifts are the ones that hold the power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, and when we turn around about the offices, the offices only have. Um, okay. The offices are only able to um, exhibit the power of the office through the gifts. Hmm. Otherwise, anybody getting them offices, they got to be walking in one of the fivefold ministry gifts. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Now, uh-huh. now, uh-huh. because what happens is, if they're not, it limits them to what power they have. The power that they have is only in the church. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Jesus, come on Amen. now. But see, you could have a deacon that. That, that holds the office of deacon, but he's able to lay hands. Mm. You might have a deacon, but he's able to prophesy. Okay, so the position that he has is being a deacon. He's empowered by the gift that God gave him. Yes. Right. And when you go over in Timothy, you read, it says, if any man desires to be a bishop, it didn't say that you had to be any type of man. It said any man. 
So you ain't nothing got to be special about you. Any man could desire to be a bishop or a deacon. A bishop is the one over the whole church, though, right? Over the... But look, I'll wait till you, I'll wait till you all have a class. Yeah, yeah, because a bishop, uh, he's got a, a bishop is an office. Mm. We are taking it out of what it is. There's only an office in the church. Mm. That's the only place a bishop got power is in the church. All right now, come on now, preacher. Mm. We no. we have taken the we have taken bishops and moved them to that when they walk through the door we want to roll out the red carpet and when the apostle uh, walks in we act like the apostle ain't even there. But the, the apostle is the one that holds the power, mm. not the bishop. All right now. Wow, I learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in the scripture, right? Me too. Right. Yeah, y'all can go read that scripture. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. The bishop is an office in the church, and that's the only place it holds power. Where is it, Evangelist? Second Timothy, the third chapter. And if you want to read about the fivefold ministry, just go in Ephesians. Powerful, powerful. Lord, it's good not to die here. I guess I'm about to come back and teach on the rest of this. Y'all always shoot me. <laughs> Look at that. I got to take care of Marvin. So I enjoy it. Lord have mercy. I enjoy it. But um, Evangelist, go ahead. Amen. Y'all have a blessed night. Amen. 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 How much longer? Hmm. That ain't that much more. No. Okay, I'm going to finish up with y'all ladies. We're going to go on. All right. y'all ready? Do y'all want to go on? Amen. Yes. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Roberta ran to 16 or 17. Right, 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 right. I'm trying to, okay. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of the sin. But the spirit is life because of the righteousness. So, you know, what I want you to understand, yeah, we're still sinners, but we are dead to committing sin daily. Yes. You know, and, and on one way I can put that to you, that we don't go out and commit sin knowingly every day. Amen. No. Right? A lot of times the sin we commit is unknowingly. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's what this is breaking down to us. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwells in you. Mm. 
quicken, it says here, get, means give life to. Quick. Up Christ from the dead shall also give life. That's right. It means quick, a quickening of the spirit. Okay. And a lot of times we ask God for things, and God, and God will come down and touch your body with a quickening of the spirit. Yes. You think about it. I want you all to think for one minute. Times that you you were in a situation and things happening, and you just felt it in your spirit that things just changed that quick. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That when where you weren't feeling so comfortable about it, all of a sudden after your prayer you got comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Well, you didn't have no confidence to do after your prayer. You had all kinds of confidence. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That pain goes away. You, you bad. This is what we call the quickening of the spirit. That God comes down and changes you, and a, mm. and a wink of a twinkle of eye. Yes. Oh, okay. Quicken. Okay. Quickly, quickly, he comes down quickly. We're quicken. And you end up praising him and thanking him. Mm-hmm. The Christians are not minding the things of the flesh, but of the spirit. If the spirit dwells in you, and if you do not have the spirit, you do not belong to Christ. If Christ is in you, the body is dead to all sin, and the spirit dominates your life as you live to all righteousness. Yeah. And if this be true... You can expect quickening for your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwells in you. Mm. So that, mm-hmm. that so two things it let you know that when these things happen and change happens right away, that's because Christ is dwelling in you. Yes. You know, we always looking for proof and evidence. It just told you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, God. Because Jesus said, if I'm, if I'm in you and you in me, then we are one. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. So now if you're walking in the oneness of him, mm-mm-mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, when sin shows up, you'll be able to walk right past it. <laughs> Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. And you have to think about it. There's so much stuff that you did in your life that you used to do that you walk by right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It don't even phase you no more. Mm-mm. Not, not not a little bit. Not a little bit. Absolutely not. Amen. Yeah. And that's, that feels so good. So that you can go by there and don't even worry about it. Yeah. No doubt in your mind at all. Maybe uh-huh. I should. Ain't no maybes no more. It's like, don't even recognize the fear. <laughs> it's it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling now. It is, it is a good feeling. Be able to walk by and don't have to worry no more about. That's right. The commands of the Lord is not a burden, and a burden anymore. It's a joy. Uh-huh. Yes, it is. Yeah, a total joy. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Yeah, starting to walk closer to him. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So far, and it's 
I know everybody gets sick of me sometimes because I got to, like, on fire. I just want to know. I just want to know, and I don't mean to keep people who know already. <laughs> I need to be, like, in the second, third grade. I'm up here with your college and masters up here. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I was like that. I was in that, that situation, too. That's what I, I was always I, Mm-hmm. I was hoping and praying you all could remember when you when you was on fire and you just just couldn't get enough. Amen. I, Amen. Amen. And we, you know, we all we all have been in that place. Mm-hmm. Amen. All been in that place. Let me carry on. It okay. says, therefore, brethren, we are all debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and see, we, we don't live after the flesh. We live after the Spirit. Because, see, the Spirit will live on. Amen. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. All of us, our bodies are going to die. Ain't nothing we can do about it. We're going to die. Yeah. This old flesh is going to go back, right back to where it came from. Mm-hmm. But our spirits won't. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Because even with Christ on the cross, it says when he gave up the ghost, then he died. Yes. As long as your spirit is in you, you got life. Yes. Amen. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jesus. You have life. Now, it depends on who you got life with. <laughs> the other one ain't life, though. <laughs> That's going to be... That's not going to be any kind of life. You didn't went through enough here on earth trying to. No, but make- you, could be, you could be here on earth and and and, and die spiritually. I, I mean, That's you don't true. want to Satan. You don't want to. Yeah, I, I just want you to understand that too. Before we get into God, right? That's right. But but a lot of, a lot of times that we can die spiritually. Mm-hmm. And still be walking right here on earth. Yes. Mm. You mean like lose your faith? Lose no. Your that, that, that God just cuts his connection off with us. No more relationship. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Now, how does something like that happen? Is there something particularly we should know? Well, it takes a whole lot for it to happen. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. And there's so many ways that he tells us, as we read in the beginning of Romans, by having a, a, a reprobated mind and other things that, that may occur that will, that, that, will, that will kill our relationship with God. Yes. The only thing when you say that that comes to my mind is when Christ was uh, crucified and he said, Lord, why why have thou forsaken me? Like, 
for for a second or a minute. You just had to cut him off and let him had to take all the sins of the of the of of ours on him. Is that mm-hmm. about is that about right? That's correct. Yeah, that's correct, and 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 that's what happened. That God had turned us over to our own pleasures. Oh. No, that's all right. Had enough of that. <laughs> Amen. 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 It goes on to say, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And and that's a power that, that that we have to be led by the Holy Spirit. Yes. That that acknowledges that we are a child, we are sons of God. Because yeah. we're not we're not ourselves no more, but we belong to him. Hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And every time we do something ourselves we have a consequence. Amen. <laughs> Every time we do something, <laughs> I mean the flesh, the body. Right. Every time we do something outside of Christ, there's a consequence. That's okay. true. True. Amen. Amen. And 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 you know, that's why he says, as many as are led, and that's why we have to be led because when when we're not being led. We start walking in the consequences of not being led by the Spirit of God. Mm. So then that's where the other term, when they say just stand still, just stand. If you don't know what to do, if you're not being led by the Spirit of God. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, waiting on God. Yeah. Okay. And that means a whole lot of things because sometimes you could be at a place of not trying of trying to understand the right decision and you say, Well, you know what, I'm gonna stand and still stand until God tells me which way to go. So then the Holy Spirit is constantly leading you. It's it should be it should constantly be leading us if if we're praying. But sometimes we gotta wait on we have to wait on it. Wait. Mhm. Okay, so okay. The Bible says those who wait on the Lord, he shall renew their strength. Mm-hmm. And they shall mount up on wings of eagles, mm-hmm. and run, and not be weary, and walk, and not be faint. So you know, there's always a time that we need to just wait on God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can say stand. We need to just stand and still stand until He tell us to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. It goes on to say. But ye have not received the spirit of bondage, again, to fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bear witness with with our spirit that we are the children of God. Ain't that something? Mm -hmm. That that our, our spirit bear witness with the Holy Spirit. That we are a child of God. You know what? what, what do you, I want to give you all what that means. It means that our spirit came in submission unto the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. Yes, Pastor. You know what I'm saying? 
the thing is that whenever we're being led by the Spirit is because our spirit came in submission to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because mm-hmm. the only way you can be led by something is if you submit to it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That is the only way. It goes on to say, and if you children, then heritage, heritage of God, joint heritage with Christ, if so be what we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm. As us being joint heritors with Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. even that what He did there when we when He's through and He comes back, we shall walk in a greater glory than He walked in. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you know why? Because that's why He told us in Scripture. He said, "Greater things that you should do than I did." That's right. It's written. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, a lot of us don't search out the greatness that's in us. The Bible says, greater is he that's in you. How many of y'all search out what is that greatness that's in you? Him. Okay, we know it's Christ. It is him that's in us. But what what does he want to work out of you mm. that's going to extinguish the greatness that's of him being in you? Mm. What's going to come out of us? Right. That's, okay. Right. That's right. That's you know powerful. What I, 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 I've got words to prophesy and tell women, oh, man, you're pregnant. And let them know that there's a spiritual thing getting being being created in you that God wants to bring out of you. Yeah. Oh yeah. See you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and what he's what he's birthing in you that he wants to bring out of you is the greatness that he has in you. Philippians 4.13, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we, if we have faith and trust in that, we can we can endure anything on our in our home, work, jobs, whatever. Um, because um, when we endure strength from him and with his Holy Spirit, we can do uh, and go through anything, anything. Yeah. Yes. Because we know this is our temporary home. This is not our permanent home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. But that's the whole thing that we got to understand that, that, oh, Jesus, that we got to stop trying to be greater than anybody else. That's true. And we need to just absorb and let the greatness that's in us come out. Yeah. 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 Stop holding it in. Stop worrying about people. Stop worrying about the world. Do what, what God um, 
gift, um, gift of greatness. Um, God wants you to work His greatness through um, through through us. His greatness, not not the worldly greatness, because the world don't have no place to put us in. But we have to do what God is is leading us to do. Jesus is leading us to do. I used to worry about yeah. people and not didn't want to do anything because of people or what they have what they have to say about me. But yeah. then, then through growth and maturity, you learn. We when we lo- know better, we learn better. We know, we do better. Yeah. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I say yeah. need to have their own personal relationship with God, and when we pray for that, we can have our own personal relationship with Him. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. It goes on to say, for the earnest expectations of the cre- creature, waiteth for the manifestation of the Son of God. Now, what's the picture? And, and, and that's telling us that we, we, we are the we are the way on the removal. We are the way for the Son of Man to come, and when He came, He removed the curse off of all of us. Amen. And when He did that, it says, "For the creature." The creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who had subject the same in hope. Mm-mm-mm. And see, and see, he became vanity. Wow, willingly, but became subject to misery unwillingly. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus came, and he didn't have to. He didn't have to die for us, because his life, his life was nothing miserable in heaven. But he came down willingly to show us how to live through misery, mm-hmm. and still survive. My God, yes. Let me hear I'm you how to survive. Sure. Somebody say I'm a survivor. I'm you know, a survivor. That's right. You got to think about all you've been through since you came into Christ Jesus, that you have survived and you're still here. Oh, Amen. I'm a survivor. Yeah. Thank you. Sir. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, you are. We are survivors. That's why he says we are more than a conqueror. Conqueror. We have to think. I, I, like me, I'm going through a broken jaw and everything right now. And when I look at it, you know, I have family saying, well, uh, I'm glad that you're still here. And I ain't worried about, well, your face swollen or this, that. Is it, did they say it's going to... I ain't worried about what, is, what I'm going to look like after it heals. But I thank God I'm still alive. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because... Me waking up after the operation and knowing that I'm still here, I know that God ain't finished with me. Amen. Because, devil, you a lie. The Bible says that you come to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And guess what? You tried it, but I don't fall in near in near one of them three categories. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. The same way I feel about my ministry, God already, um, Jesus already showed me that I have haters, I have jealousy, it's, it's malice, um, because I start this Real Talk 101, and, and some may pretend that they are for me, with, um, with the, me and the committees for this ministry, but I know they are, are against it, and it's going to be tough, but I'm praying up to my Father in heaven to keep this ministry and to use us for the building of, of his kingdom and to bring others into this ministry. So I don't I'm not focusing myself on the haters. I'm focusing my, 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 my mind on the people getting the doing Jesus work by getting them in. And because it's not about me, because I have to point my finger at myself too because I'm human. But it's all about the work of Jesus. And I do know yeah. uh, um the gift of the sermon that Jesus already showed it to me plainly that there are so many haters because I started this ministry. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep it on. Amen. Amen. It says in um, <coughs> the 21st verse, it says, Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the gorgeous liberty of the children of God. Wow. So, so we all are going to be delivered out of that environment of corruption to become uncorrupted in Christ Jesus. Yes. Mm. See, see, see. As long as we're dealing here, we're we we walk we're walking in a corrupt in a corrupt world. Yes. Mm. But the only thing that makes us, as the Bible tells us, we're we're in this world but not of this world, and what makes us not of this world because we're incorruptible because we walk in Christ Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because even though I'm walking in a corrupt place, I don't go around daily doing corrupt things. Mm Mm-hmm. And where there is corrupt, something corrupt, if I see it, I'll 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 stand up and stand up and walk and being uncorrupt to do something and bring it out of it being corrupt. I'm, I'm gonna let y'all say amen right now. How many of y'all see an old person to help them across the street? Amen. How many of y'all uh, see somebody uh, uh, trying to? Trying to get all their groceries and 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 and, and they tussling and you'll open the door for them so they can get out of Walmart or or Family Dollar or help them with their bags to their car. That's my Ooh. job. Those those are the exercise uh, 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 gifts of being uncorrupt. And, and a person will trust you to walk them because a lot of times people don't want people. No, 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 never mind. Because they're scared you're going to try to rob them when they get to their car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Run off with their groceries or something. Run off with their groceries. Come on now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can tell, like you said, that discerning spirit. Amen. And I'm, yeah. just, saying, I'm yeah. just saying, older people and people, we help somebody across the street. Mm-hmm. Whether 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 it's a 
older person or a younger person. You know what I'm saying? Because that's who we are as being uncorrupt. See, corrupt people don't care about corrupt people. Hmm. That's true. They might have dropped their wallet, and you uncor- they're uncorrupt, and you'll tell them, hey, you dropped your wallet here. Mm-hmm. But take yourself back when you was corrupt. <laughs> when you was corrupt, you wouldn't tell them nothing. You pick it up and put it in your pocket and walk somewhere and, and look in and see how much money you you got. That's right. Taking it in a minute. So, right. At least you did. Mhm. And let me let me show you about the person we talked about earlier, the one that want to stand in between. I want to stand in between and see him drop it and, and and look down and then pick it up and say, golly, where they at? They gone. Well, I guess this is my blessing. <laughs> Delay, you, huh? Do you know what I'm saying? Postpone calling them <laughs> until they was out of sight. That's right. You know, that, that's, mm-hmm. Pastor Carpet, I'm going on mute for a minute. I got married. Right. Facebook message, I'm going to answer, but I still be listening. All right. But um, this is what I'm saying. So it gives us a better understanding to that. Um, it goes on to say, well, we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we consider groaning within ourselves and waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our bodies. And we do, even though it, we're just waiting for that day of redemption. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But even though... Where we at right now, we grown. Every day ain't a good day. That's true. Mm-hmm. Some days it is a struggle. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. on. I don't want you, I don't wait for y'all to talk to me. There is a struggle. I don't wait for y'all to throw some of these words on the table. And, and, and we know. <laughs> We know we just got to rest on Christ to move us through the struggle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. And that's when it's a confirmation when you when you know that you you can't do no more. You, you try it and you can't think of nothing else to do to get through. Or the day you know it's going to, like you said, your haters or your enemies is just, you know you get ready to go to work or you go do something that they're going to be sitting there waiting for you because you're not walking in the world no more. And they want to make a joke out of you, try to make you slip up or try to make you say something that you know you're not supposed to say and say, mm-hmm, I thought, thought she was a Christian. You know, but you pray on it, and every time God he can show you the whole thing before it even play out. It's like deja vu. Oh, now I get it. That's why I saw that in a dream. Because it's the same thing that it's like it happened already. You, it's God is good. God is wonderful. He definitely speaks to you. You just just have to listen and and be alert. Just 
have faith and just just watch him do his miracles. It, it, for me, it just confirms that he is alive and he does love. Amen. And he is there for me because he always seems to confirm it. You know, just when I might get weak and think, okay, I don't know, I must be doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll talk to him and look before the before I could finish, sometimes within a few minutes, I'll sit down and I'll open up the Bible and why would it open up right to the page like it answered what I was just thinking. So all those little things, it just, sometimes it tickle me. You know, it's like, mm, Lord, you just reading my mind and showing me the answer, telling me stay faithful, don't give up my hope, just, just continue on because you're right there with me. You're right there. You ain't left. Sometimes. Sometimes you have to understand that when you open a page and what you were thinking about is right there, that God, mm-hmm. that God is talking to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm saying if he talked to me because I, I didn't talk to nobody in the house. I'm just sitting here thinking about different little things, and then it's like starting to pressure on me, like what can I do to help them, you know, like the kids might go through something, and I don't want to just give it to them. You know, I want them to figure it out for themselves because I ain't going to be here all the time, you know. So what happens if I wasn't here? How can I, what can, What should I do, Lord? And and I could sit down and I said, well, let me just sit down and pray. And when I open up the Bible, don't know where to go because I don't know the Bible that well. It's for, say, go to Corinthians, go to Romans. I open up the Bible and there it sit right in my face where he start talking about the children and start talking about whatever it is that I was thinking about. And I, we just sit there and be talking back and forth, ask a question, and he show me another line. Oh, my Lord, I didn't even get that thought completely formulated, and you show me the answer <laughs> right here in your in your words, in your in your in your book, in your good book, in your holy Bible. So that's why I'm so committed now. It's Amen, Amen. But just God talking to you, and everybody don't hear ultimate voice, and there's nothing like having God talk to you in his word. Yes. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. Um, we want to say, for we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for what we what we see not, then we do. Then do we with patience wait for it? Wow! Mm. Uh, it's talking about salvation. Uh-huh. There's so, there's so many elements in salvation that we hope and we walk in, in the hope that we can see the manifestation of these things in our lives. Yeah. You know, um, and and what is telling us the power of it? Uh, 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 that there's no true power in hoping for something that you see. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, you will wait patiently and 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 and, and, and hoping for something you cannot see. You think about it. You think about how much stuff that you 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 had a time to wait for it, 
and you were praying and hoping God show it to you or bring it to pass, and you had patience to wait for it. Instead of knowing something that should come and you saw it, and you and you lose patience in waiting for it to come because you don't seen it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I kind of grasped that. Yeah. You y'all think about that. The things that you see, you got less patience in waiting for it to see it. I don't seen it. Okay. Let me let me let me give you let me give you an example. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And some of y'all did it when y'all was little kids. And your parents, you got older, they started hiding them Christmas gifts. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then you found out where they hid it, and you knew you was going to get it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Uh-huh. You had more patience waiting for them to, uh, when you didn't know they had it, then you had after you saw it. Because then after you saw it, come on, Christmas, come on. And you, and then you running down there every time, opening up, looking to make sure it's still there. Mm-hmm. Come on. I ain't the only one that was a little kid that used to sneak around and find them Christmas gifts. <laughs> it's nice to know I wasn't the only one. Came <laughs> <laughs> back in the back of the closet. <laughs> That's it. And if they moved it, you was like, oh, shoot, it ain't there no more. What'd they do with it? Yeah. <laughs> but somehow they would find out you done found it, and then they moved it. Yeah, because you done unwrapped it back, and they know that's not the way they Yeah, they know that ain't the way they wrapped it. <laughs> Most of them wasn't crazy. Uh-huh, they done moved it. You got to look again. Never yeah, found now it. you got to look with a new place. <laughs> 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 oh Lordy, Mm-mm-mm. we were the mess. <laughs> I will give me some examples that y'all can y'all can recognize, and I can start with that. That I can go back and and have you be able to recognize what I'm talking about when it came to patience. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And we have patience for the things that we don't see. But when we see something, we ain't got no patience in waiting for it to come because we know it's there. Yep, and we want it then. But if we, we don't... want it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's here. Give it to me. Well, I want it now. I, I see my sisters put their stuff on and march around. and, and Oh, here come Molly, and they just pulled up. They be taking it off and putting it back in the box and trying to fold it back up like they had it. I said, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Oh, boy. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those were the days. Um, let me move on. Um, likewise, the Spirit also helped with our infirmities. But we know not what we should pray for as we ought to. But the Spirit itself makes intercession for us. We're groaning, which cannot be uttered. There you go. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it. You ever just been in that situation and you praying and you crying and you don't know no more to say? All of a sudden, you and you're moaning and groaning, and there go the Holy Ghost interceding for you. Amen. Y'all got to understand something. We don't know everything to pray for. We don't know all the words to use all the time. And sometimes we got to rely on the Spirit to intercede for us. Yes. 
You know? Yeah. We have to stop. Because it's going to know just what needs to be said. And a lot of times the words just come on out when, and you know the Holy Spirit is, is That's praying. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes y'all need to be glad because what you couldn't get through, the Holy Ghost is definitely going to get it through. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. Going to definitely get it through. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. Sometimes all of us ain't praying in our righteousness. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody want to say amen about that one. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're not praying in your righteousness. I didn't want to take you off and start asking no questions. Yeah, go ahead. Let me tell you, you can ask any question you want. Because sometimes you you praying in the sin that you just committed. The Bible says the prayers of the righteous prevail as much. Okay? Yeah. Now... I just did something now, I'm oh Lord, let me and I wanna pray. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. I just committed a sin. How how righteous am I? So we're human and we will sin, so we're not supposed to pray right when you recognize that you did I didn't, I didn't I didn't say you couldn't pray, but I said how righteous are you? You think about something. Let me tell you something. I'm a man of God. I'm a pastor. I'm all that. But when I mess up and I do something wrong, believe me, I reach out to people that I know are walking in their right to pray for me. Oh. Okay. Do you know your own heart will deceive you? Yes. Okay. So what I'm trying to tell you is that I know I could get with Evangelist Easter, and I'm going to connect with her and about three or four other people and go into prayer with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because of what I believe that they, they, they are walking where well, right now I stepped, I stepped off that line and not walking. Okay, amen. You understand what I'm saying? And I want my prayer to be come from my heart. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be a heartfelt prayer, and I wanted to be in the righteousness of God. So I, I want, I want them to connect with me. And hear the word that says the prayers of a righteous, the prayer of the righteous prevail of much. Wow. A lot of y'all understand that sometimes when you when you step over in the sand and you did something, maybe maybe you did it today, maybe you let it linger or whatever until it really started convicting you. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I'm not going to do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to somebody to connect with, to pray with me. 
Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you may question your own righteousness. Mm-hmm. Mm. So true. Yeah, I, I, I talk real. I don't talk all that old supernatural, uh, 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 godly, and all that. I'm going to talk real because God gave me my ministry. He said, all I want you to do is be as real with me as you real with my people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And I'm not scared to take this a man of God sometimes that I have stepped out of line, this happened or that happened, and I had to reach out to some people that that I knew in my spirit that was walking right with God mm-hmm. to get a prayer through for me. Amen. Because yes. sometimes you may think you're getting your prayer through, and it may not go nowhere. Go ask Daniel. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Daniel got the prayer through, but he couldn't get the answer back. The principality was fighting his answer. Mm. Mm-hmm. He sent the angel down there. It took him a couple of days, too, didn't it? Something like that. Yeah, they had to wait for, for, for the archangel Michael to come. Mm-hmm. Mm. But this is what I'm saying, and to anyone on the line, uh, uh, sometimes when you're going through something and you did something wrong, it don't, it, it, man, I tell you, for for me, this is what I do, I'm going to connect with somebody because I need somebody to join me in agreement. God said with two or three come in agreement, he's in the midst. I need somebody to be in agreement with me. That's right. Yes. Because I want to I wanna know that God heard my prayer. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't tell them I can't count on me. Because I could be thinking one thing and feeling another way in my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm. Y'all. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And ain't none of us, us pass of being all... Uh, I, I, I'm gonna say this, and y'all, y'all may not agree with it, but ain't none of us pastors are not taking God for granted. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying amen on that, but y'all have, in, in one place or another. Well, let me go on and pray. God is gonna forgive me. <laughs> it's all right. See what I'm saying? Your mouth was there, but I bet you your heart wasn't in that prayer. Heart is different. That's right. It has happened. Yeah. So you felt, well, God is going to forgive me. I know I messed up. God going to forgive me. But I need somebody that's going to pray for me, that's going to come for their heart about God forgiving me and, and letting me walk through another chance. Yeah. yeah. I don't want, sometimes I can't put it on me. Mm-hmm. So when do you go back and pray for yourself? After they don't you- I, I I go back and pray later on. I, I pray for myself anyway, but I go back later on, you know what I'm saying, because God will start showing me that, that he's responding to the prayer. Okay. And when I go back, thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer and, and, and hearing such and such a pray with me. I thank you, Lord. And then I go back and I talk to him. Amen. Amen. And, I, and you know one thing I'm going to tell you all, sometimes when you go back and talk to him, you let God know where you really are. That's right. That's right. Amen. 
Because see, when we, when we first go, we're in, a, we're in a desperate place that we want to be forgiven. Uh-huh. And sometimes we'll say anything and do anything to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean it came from your heart. Right. So I'll go back later on and i talk to God. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm in another place inside of what I've been through or what or what occurred, and now I want him to know how much I want to be, how I feel about him forgiving me, him restoring me, him Amen. giving me another chance, him taking me back. Mm-hmm. So a prayer of thanks, of thanks, of their thanking, thanking him. And then, I, yeah, I want to go on, and then I want to do that, and then I want to come with a prayer of gratitude. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, gratitude. I want, I want to be able to tell him, you know, boom, 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 Lord, I thank you. You know what I'm saying? I know you did it, but you didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. That's what. Tell Jesus created me a clean heart. A clean, yes. A clean heart. Clean heart and mind. I'll tell you, we can we can we can do that lip service, but what what is our heart saying? What what is in our mm. heart? Yeah. Mm. Yes, Lord. And that's what we have to understand. That's why it says here, likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for. As we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Whoa! 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 that the Holy Ghost is going to make intercession according to the will of God. Mm-hmm. When you don't step out of God's will, the Holy Ghost is going to, is going to, is going to speak for you according to God's will.
that one thing, our spirit is going to line up with who we are. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. He can see it all. That's right. So now he's going yeah. to see the things from the spirit that intercedes for you past the heart. Mm-hmm. So again, God pulls us on through. You see that we're weak, that we're trying, but we're not really 100%. And he 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 carries us the rest of the way. Continue to help us and bring us through that prayer, or bring us bring us through. Yeah, what happens is Deborah is that God listens to hear the intercession of the Holy Spirit of what it's saying for you. Mm-hmm. Because you know what, when the Holy Spirit is is whatever it's saying is what it's going to come back and guide you in. That's right. Okay. All right, amen. Ooh. You know, because cause our, our heart could be in one place at one time while we're, going, while we're dealing with something, and we're praying and saying something out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let, me show you, let me show you what I'm talking about. A lot of times people make vows to God out of their mouth that ain't in their heart. You think about it. A lot of us on this line, and I've been there, made promises to God that wasn't in my heart. And guess what? I didn't live up to the promise. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you got to want it. You got to know it, and you got to want it, and you got to be well, true to yourself. Well, what it taught me is that it's better not, it's better not to, to make a vow to God and not keep it. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I learned out of that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna speak from my I'm not gonna speak words from my mouth that are, that are not in my heart. Mhm. But Lord, I ain't gonna do that no more. Lord, you just bless me to get out of this, and I'm gonna go do this, and I'm gonna do this in Your name. God, get me out of it, and I don't forgot about what I promised Him. I'm just so glad to get out of it. No. <laughs> Mm-mm, that's not good. No. But see, if it would have been in my heart, I'm going to remember it and I'm going to exercise it. Mm-hmm. That's right. But it wasn't in my heart. It was just some words on my mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? So... So that's why the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Because whatever it prays and the words that it says to God, it's going to come back and operate in us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And that's why we have to thank God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. That's Amen. right. We have to thank God. Because without without the Holy Spirit... You know what I'm saying? Like I told you, you could, you could be. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people on here. Not only me, been in the hospital for operations already, whatever, and went and been under that anesthesia and was praying, and that anesthesia took over. You don't remember what happened, but guess what? Guess who took over the rest of your prayer? <laughs> All right. That's holy, holy spirit. 
The Holy Spirit took over. Wherever you stopped that and fell out, it took over and interceded from that, from there on until you came out. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. If I didn't have the Holy Spirit, a lot of people would, um, um, butt would have been cut. Um, um, but it's the Holy Spirit that will sustain you and give you comfort. And no matter what people say about you, no matter what they do do to you, um, uh, I can't do like I used to do, just knock them out. I, I, I can't do that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And that's why that's I tell you, make intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. <clears throat> And it says, he that searches the heart knoweth that what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Mm-hmm. We know that all things work us together for the good to them that love God and to them who are the call according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. And you're going to understand that. I, I have a friend named Miles. He just had a, a major operation, one that... She was on a 50-50. But it wasn't even a thing to be worried about it because I I watched where she came from, and I knew the purpose that God had in her life, and I knew he wasn't finished. Mm. But then I also knew her belief, where her belief was. And her belief was nothing but in him. Yes, yes. And if anything that, that God would want her to be, because she got a mouth on her, and she's going to tell her story, is to be a walking testimony about a miracle. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. See what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I knew the whole time when she went in, I, I, I talked to her that morning, prayed with her, and when she went in, one thing about it, I knew it would number the Holy Ghost interceding for the whole time she was going through her three or four or five-hour operation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God knows. She's a miracle because she got delivered from cancer. She ain't got no cancer in her body. Nothing. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Stage, stage hallelujah. four cancer. Stage four cancer. Oh, there she go. That's her right there. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Oh. Stage, stage Thank you. four cancer. Hallelujah. God saved me from death. That's right, stage four, and I didn't, I didn't have, I don't have today. I don't have no cancer. I'm not taking any type of medication. Um, my doctor says I can live to be as old as a tree. I'm not, the only medicine I'm on is Jesus, who saved me. Is Jesus, and I believe in Him. I trust Him. I, I surrendered my whole life to Him, and. I'm going to continue walking that way because I'm spirit-led. So I follow my spirit. Amen. Amen. This is when people like, like Marilyn and, and all of the rest of y'all, when you trust in God, you, yes. know, you don't have to worry about nobody else interceding for you because one thing you know, Holy Ghost is going to intercede for you. That's right. Yes. 
Right. Yes. Nobody else has to pray for you. If you can't get a hold of nobody else, you ain't got to worry about it. All you got to do is start praying. Mm-hmm. And once yes. you start praying, you can fall out, fall asleep, go under anesthesia. You know one thing, but the Holy Ghost is going to keep on praying until it's over. Amen. The word of God is true. It says, we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God. Woo! Love and it's God all about love. loving them. That's all you got to do is love them. That's I God. love them. And then it says, them who are called according to his purpose. We were all called according to his purpose because we walk with him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and that's why all we got to do is let the, the word materialize in our life and our walk and in our belief factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all got shortcomings. We all do things that we shouldn't do, but we believe. Yeah, yeah, I know I've enough of it. Mhm, and we'll get stronger as we go. That's it. We get stronger. We get stronger. I just yeah. say, Lord, keep that Holy Spirit in me, Jesus. Don't mm-hmm. take that Holy Spirit. And see, this is what I love. He says, "For whom we did foreknow, wow, He also did predestinate to be mm-hmm. conformed to the image of His Son." That he might be the first fruit among them, among many brethren. Mm. See, see, God already knew about you before you got here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wherever you at right now, God knew you were going to be right there in the situation that you had, going through and coming out of what you came out of. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. See what I'm saying? And that's why the Bible says He foreknew you. And he predestined your life. He predestined. He 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 set your life up that everything you've been through, he he planned for you to walk through it. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm. Mercy, mercy. He did. Mm. And guess what? Everything you walked, you went through, he already knew you was gonna come out. But it was on you or what condition you was gonna come out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that again because y'all, y'all, y'all ain't really catch that. Everything that you've been through to, to, to tonight, God already knew you was going to come out of it. Amen. All right. Amen. But check this out. Mm-hmm. The condition that you came out of it, he knew it was going to be on you on what condition mm-hmm. it was going to come out. Okay. And what, what I mean, let me let me give it to some of y'all, because y'all is like, well, what are you talking about? What I'm talking about, it was either you were going to trust and believe in him that he could, or you was going to doubt and come out. Oh, no. Out, not in the right mindset that you were in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yep. See, mm-hmm. see, see you would take people like, Pastor, uh, 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 um, golly, Pastor Cheryl Brown, another one had four stage four cancer. Called me the same day she found out. I was the first person she called. We prayed and everything, and then she later on, I, the Holy Ghost led me to tell her what she needed to do and people she needed to contact. She did all that, and now she's a survivor. Mm-hmm. 
for stage four cancer. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And a testimony. The thing is that mm-hmm. it was about it was about them believing that God. Mm-hmm. So we all can quote that scripture that the evangelist quote. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who sent for me. That's right. The scripture sounds good, but can you walk in it? That's right. You gotta walk. Yeah. Well, no, you believe. Mm. That God can. Do you yeah. know that God can? Oh, I know. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And see, right. and see, God had people to become witnesses, and 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 some of y'all is not with me. I hope y'all do come. But that's why we over in the Book of Job because Job became a witness of what God could do. Mhm. Yeah. Nope. Man. Nope. Mhm. Job is not Job. Marilyn and a bunch of others that have uh, survived certain things, they, they're not only witnesses, but they're the evidence of what God can do. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. He can do it. And you know what the word, I thank you, Holy Ghost, what the word made me think about predestined, this is a good one for you, Deborah, to hold to to Thursday. But the thing is that everybody that what you've been through, mm-hmm. God chose you just like He chose Job to go through it. Mm-hmm. Yes, He did. <laughs> right. That's exactly. Because the word predestined means that He planned it. He had it already planned for you to go through it, so He chose you to go through that. That's oh. right. And if we go back to the book of Job, he said, well, did you try my boy, Job? Mm, 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 mm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Oh. He said he won't give you no more than you can bear. But <laughs> that's, it's, I don't know. But that's, uh, that's it's just thinking about It's just thinking about that God chose you to be a walking miracle. Jesus. That's right. He chose you. Mm. That's mm. Because everybody, everybody ain't going to be a walking miracle. No. Yeah. yeah. Amen. No. Amen. Don't want to let him down. Lord Jesus. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I wasn't going to let me down. I wasn't going to let him down. He didn't let me down. Exactly. You, how could you? How could you? Would somebody love you like that? How mm-hmm. could you? Amen. Mm-hmm. You have no no Satan's strategy or no God's weapons and and know how to keep it together and just use it. Every time Satan throws something or the world throws something at you, try to make you have doubt in God's goodness or his word or or make something bad look good and try to tempt you and you want it. And, and now you know that's Satan doing that. That's Amen. You know that you That's... get down and you get on your knees, you pray, you keep your mm-hmm. faith, and you ask God. You go by His word, so you throw Man. that of God out there at Satan. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, yes, there's a lot. There's... I get let me excited. go on. Let me go on and finish this, ladies. He said, "Moreover, whom He did predestine, then He also called, and whom He called, then He also justified, 
And when we justify, then you also glorify. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. All y'all that have been through something mm-hmm. and came out, the, the, yeah. y'all are the walking glory of God. That's right. We share in the glory. God is glorified in you because you came out and you are a living example of what God can do. That's right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And, and, and the thing is that I love the word that he says, justif- the justification is what he did in you. Mm-hmm. That you know you belong to him. You ain't got to worry about, oh, do God really love me or he don't? He shows you he loved you by justifying and you becoming the glory of him on earth. Amen. Ooh. But that's all isn't it? Huh? Isn't that all the saints? All the no. Uh huh. I mean, I mean, the world is for all of us in whatever in whatever way that God has brought us through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all gone through something. Yeah, we've all gone through something. You know all what right. I mean? We all. Let me let me tell you this. Mm. Ambassadors that we let his our his light. Yeah, I, listen, listen. You wanna? I, I hear what you're saying, and what I want to bring to you. Okay. There's got to be evidence in who you say you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We know God blesses the just as well as the unjust. Mm-hmm. All right. But let me tell you something. The key word is love. Mm-hmm. And if you love God, then God is going to continue to show his love in your life. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love Jesus. Oh, son. Oh, how I love The thing about it, the thing about it, the love... For God, is, 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 and we thank God for one thing, it's just not a word, but it's an action. Yes. Love uh-huh. is action. Let me, let me show you what I talk about love. Yeah. Marilyn's on it, so I could talk about Marilyn. Marilyn got out of the hospital. She um, she went through her, started recovering. But for her family, she jumped back off her bed too quick to start going back to work for God. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they didn't understand that was because of the love that she had for God that she went back to work. Amen. Amen. She knew in her spirit. Mm-hmm. You got to know something. That, that one thing, when you love God, there's nothing. It's like me. I just had this, this operation on my mouth and everything. And I was only supposed to come sit and, and, and help out the pastor. She had to turn it over to me. I didn't say, no, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Amen. You're another walking miracle. You know what I'm saying? Because I love God, and I love God's word. I don't, I don't cross every tear without every eye, but I have a desire that I want to do whatever I can do for God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because I never know when it's going to come come the day that I can't do. Right. And I can't be mad and look back, golly, now I can't do. And when I could have did, I didn't do. Uh-uh. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. 
I want to look at every day that I can do. That if I ever get to the place I can't do, I won't be mad at myself and say, "Well, I can say, Lord, you use me until you use me up. Now, I, now I got to sit back." Mhm. But I was always available when you needed me. Mm. So don't waste the time. That's right. Uh, don't put off. Don't put off. Don't put the things off for today. For tomorrow, because tomorrow ain't promised to you. Yeah, that's right. You got today. Oh. It's urgent that we do God's work. Don't delay. That's it. We have to. Today. Um, it says, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Two words. Mm-hmm. If God is for us, then nobody can be against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, we may have things happen to us. Just like I went through this accident, this happened to me. But you know what? I ain't give up. I know God is still for me. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't let things happen in your life and give up on God because God ain't going to give up on you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. God is not going to give up on you. Mm-hmm. We have to understand it. He said, He that spares not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God elect? It is God that justifies. There ain't nothing that God won't do for us. Thank you, Lord. We are God's elect. And there's nothing that God won't do for you. There's nothing that you can't go to God and ask God for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Yes, God. And guess what? All you got to do, all you got to do, if you start and you don't see, you need you need to find out are you in right standing with God. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we might not be in the right position that we need to be in in the eyesight of God. Mm-hmm. That's why David said, created me a, 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 a clean spirit and a, and, and a right heart. Mm-hmm. I need to be. I need to be in a certain position now, God. So, so do this that I may be in the position that you that you will you will deal with me in. So I'm asking you to do this to me, and that way I know I'm in the right position. Yeah. When we get a chance, when you all get a chance, go back and read some of the prayers of some of them old saints in the Old Testament. We always would know one of the most famous ones that we always hear, and that's Solomon's uh, uh, prayer to God. And when God asked him what he wanted. Mm-hmm. He, didn't ask, he didn't ask for something for himself, but he asked for something that would help everybody. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that should make us think that we need to we we need to ask God to work things in us that's gonna help everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It says, Who is he that condemneth? And it is Christ that died. Yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Ain't that something? That Jesus makes intercession for us. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, now we got we got two people that intercede for us. Can somebody tell me who they are? <laughs> Holy Spirit in Jesus. Amen. Amen. So there's no place that the Father can't hear us. Yes. There's no place that the Father can't hear us. That we are people that intercede for us. And the Holy Ghost intercedes the Christ for us. Hallelujah. And we ain't got to worry about the can't nothing get through. Mm-hmm. Wow. Never saw it like that. We don't have to worry about nothing can't get through. We got two people interceding before the Father for us. Mm. takes it to Christ, and then Christ takes it the rest of the way to the Father. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amen. That's it. Said, so that, excuse me, ask a question. So that's the reason why he says nothing comes to him unless it comes to his son, Jesus. That's why Jesus said to you, the only way to the Father is through me. Okay. Amen. Amen. He tells you to pray. He said, ask the Father in my name. And I shall, he said, ask the Father in my name, and I shall do it. Uh He didn't say the Father do it. He said, just ask the Father in my name, and then I'll do it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Ask the Father in his name, and he'll Uh do it. That's right, and he'll do it. Then we say, in Jesus' name. But I thought God was doing it. I thought the Father was doing it. But Jesus actually is See, doing it, answering your prayer. People don't understand. God is not doing nothing on this earth. Mm. No, I didn't know that either. Because people don't want to teach right. Jesus has all the power in his hand. Amen. Amen. The Father said, I gave the Son all the power. Right. And that power will not return unto me until he comes back after the second time. That's right. Amen. Every blessing, every miracle, everything that you see being done is being done by Jesus. That's right. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. 
Jesus. Lord, have mercy. That's right. There's power in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Jesus. Okay. You don't have nothing if you call the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, I didn't know Jesus was doing all. He's a, oh man. Yes, Jesus is doing everything that's being done. Mm-hmm. He bore all sins. He's done everything. He yeah. just asked, he asked us in the Bible because he knows that we're gonna go to the go, to the Father. But he says, "Whatever you ask the Father in my name, it shall be done." Mm-hmm. He's just saying, "Ask him in my name." Mm-hmm. And I'll mm. do it. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Well, thank you, Jesus. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Um, it went on to say, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or sword? As it is written, for they speak we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Mm. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loves us. And we are. We're more than conquerors because of, because of Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right now. And and we are what it says there. What it says, for ye, for they speak, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. And we are. We are because there are so many people come through and find out how gullible Christian people are. Amen. <clears throat> A lot of Christian people go for anything. Fall for anything, you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll go for anything. Unless we truly know or have a relationship with God. That's right. Okay. I come in, I could come in, and, 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 and I, I'm not just speaking. I'm not talking about anybody, Lord. I'm just speaking. But I could come in with a rag or some water and tell you it's holy. And you'll be healed by it. And all you got to do is see one person, something happened to them in their life with what I gave them, and you'll be you'll be sending me your money every day to get something. Mm. Okay. And all I got to do is tell you a lie. Oh yeah, I got the mount- I got the water off this mountain, and if I see this water through the mail, and I ain't got that water, but nothing out the faucet. Mm mm They're gonna burn and. Brimstone. Oh, they're not gonna burn. Why? Why are they gonna burn? Because because you want to be gullible? No, because they're using God's words, and he they not called by God. That's. Mm-mm. You mean to say they gonna they gonna they gonna skate through that without having to deal with uh, consequences? Or what was the word you used earlier? Um, condemnation. Or conviction? Conviction, condemnation. Mm-hmm. But you know what? See, see, you want to blame them. And we can't because God said my people pass for lack of knowledge. 
It's your fault. Hmm. It's just like I have your nurses and a bunch of a bunch of them from New York. Or call me or send me the do I want a word of prophecy and I could get it if I send them this amount of money. I don't send it to them because I know I ain't got to pray for a word from God. Right. Right. Now, if I start sending my money, do I, is it their fault that I want to act like, like I can't trust in God to bring that word to me? And the only way I'm going to get that word or my blessing is, is if I connect with them. Mm. And and I want to move in my own stupidity. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, that's why God gave me the word. He said, go study mm-hmm. and show yourself a fool. Rightly dividing the word of God. That's what he told me to do. Yeah, Deborah, that's why they had so many, um, Jim Jones had so many followers because they wasn't they wasn't seeking after um um Jesus word. They was they had their eye on Jim Jones and what he was saying. Um we can easily be um swayed. Um sometimes we can easily be swayed. I can call you tonight and tell you that, you know, I wouldn't listen to that Reverend Carpenter because um and because you know me that my word sounds so convincing, um, I could say that I'm uh, I wouldn't listen to that Reverend Carpenter because he's a hypocrite. I wouldn't listen to him anymore. So because you hear my voice sound so convincing, that may be planted in your mind already. And I already got the devil already not already got you. So this mm. is why we have to um ask we have to um ask Jesus for the Holy Spirit and have our personal relationship with him. So he can, you know, we can know for ourselves his word the understanding and knowledge of his word. We what we've been taught in Romans tonight. You know, as well as other chapters. Okay, amen. Thank amen, you. amen. Thank amen. you. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Let me go on to finish up here. Um, you want somebody else to read? Give you? A, I don't know if you draw a Bob and you. Yeah, please do. Somebody else to read. Okay, I know. I wait till the last chapter, little little chapter, but I'm I'll read it. Thirty-eight reads. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. 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 And that's where we at. There's nothing. There's nothing that we read tonight, of everything, there's no power to be able to separate us from the love of God. Amen. And, and the thing about it, that we'll, we'll never find another. Mm-mm. There's no love like God. Mm-mm. Amen. Amen. And, and, and the thing about it, that <laughs> it's the love that he shows us it's truly unconditional. Yes, 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 yes. It is. And why, why I tell you that? Because we all, none of us live a perfect life. That's what, that's what. Always stumbling. 
trying to work straight. And and the thing is that he loves us even through our mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. And don't think that this and even people that have had miracles happen and blessings happen, physical and mental and spiritual healing, that they don't make mistakes, they still make mistakes too. Oh yeah. Mhm. You know what? He loves them through their mistakes. He says love covers much sin. Mhm. Yes. Mhm. Thank you. And there's nobody can separate us from the love of God but you. That's right. You're the only one that can separate yourself from the love of God. Amen. Mhm. Mhm. Why would anyone want to do that? No. Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes we 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 don't we don't deliberately do it, but sometimes we fall in a situation and we might die in a situation we fell in. Hmm. Let me take the most easiest one I can show you. Here, I'm traveling across country to go preach. Mm -hmm. My life is lined up right with God. And all of a sudden, I get down to the church, I preach, and all of a sudden, one of them old little hot tail sisters come by the hotel room. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) They come up in there. (laughs) <laughs> and I let them in think it's going to be innocent and they talk and the next day I know they went in the bathroom took their clothes off jumped in my bed I ain't had no woman and God knows when and me and her fornicate uh, all of a sudden in the middle of us doing that I, I have a heart attack and die that's right uh, that's right uh, uh, I just died in my sin it has happened yeah, I've heard of things like that happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. That's why when y'all hear about them Carpenter going anywhere, I don't have no visitors at no hotel or nowhere else. Yep, don't know. <laughs> anybody that knows, anybody, anybody that has uh, come on this thing and they tell you to ask me to come preach, they tell you I'm the strangest man they ever met. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> because I, I went to Philadelphia and preached to a friend of mine. The guy picked me up from Amtrak coming out of New York. And he drove me to the hotel. So when we got to the hotel, he put my clothes on the rack, and we going in. I go to the desk. I get my little card, and we get ready to go in the elevator. And I push the I push the card in. I said, "All right, bro. I'll see you tomorrow." He said, "No, I'm going up to the room with you." I said, "No, you ain't." I said, your pastor didn't tell you I don't have nobody coming up to my room. Oh, okay. <laughs> the elevator went to my room. The pastor called me a few minutes later because the pastor was coming to pick me up to go to our uh, uh, anniversary of this other pastor. And they said, you know, my deacon called me. And he was saying, you wouldn't even let him. I said, listen, I don't let male or female come up in my room. Hmm. They never put some say no story on you, huh? Listen, 
Listen, I done been through that story. I ain't having another one. Mm. And the thing is, they said, well, why you let man? Because men have perverted spirits too, and I ain't asking no man to get out of my room either. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I don't blame you, Pastor. Right. I ain't asking no with no man. All of a sudden, he, wanna, he oh, the spirit done got a hold on that double spirit. He, I ain't asking with no, no grown man to, to, and fight with him to get out of my room. Mm. <laughs> I feel your glass. <laughs> and I, and, and see, this happened to me. Just to tell you all real quick, it happened to me real early in my ministry. I went to a town, and I went, and the pastor had me there for seven days, and she was leading me up to taking advantage of me as a young minister. And the day before I got ready to leave, she had been taking me to the movies, drove me around town in a limo. I mean, it was just everything. Mm-hmm. And all I had to preach was one day. Oh, boy. And I didn't see it. Young, blinded, happy, Mm. out of town, going to preach, you know. And next thing I know, that Sunday night, no, that Monday night, we took the movies, came back. We were sitting there. She had to come and hang out in my hotel room for the seven days. And um, always talking to me and stuff like that. And homegirl came out to bathroom butt naked. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. And... What'd you tell the W a liar? Put your clothes back on. I wish I (laughs) would (laughs) have. I didn't do that. I commenced to... To us having sexual relationship and all like that. And the next day when we got up, the lady told me, she said they, 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 they came to go to bring my check, to tell me to go pick up my check for preaching. And uh-huh. she said, you don't need you need to give that check to me because you, you paid now. What? Oh, boy. And, uh. Condemnation set in on me. I got on the plane, and the Lord, I was looking out the window at the clouds, and the Lord talked to me. He said, now, what you going to do? He said, there's two things you could do. You could have your armor bearer go with you from now on, or you could you could take us something else. Mm. But God opened the door for me to experience that. And now when I travel, I have traveled for a long time since that in many circles, and I watch a whole lot of this stuff going on, which some people y'all see on TV, I done been there with them and watched some of the stuff going on with them too. Mm-hmm. But that's none of my business. But the thing is, for me, I, don't have, I, I told the Lord, I ain't having no man sleeping in with me, so I ain't having no armor bearer in the room with me. So... That was my next alternative, that I don't let nobody come visit me. Well, every time that I'm in your town, that's it. Um, pastor want to come. Y'all want to come visit me at the hotel? 
I'll meet y'all at the door, and we'll go to a little restaurant, sit down and eat, and y'all can drop me back off. Okay, we're meeting in the lobby. <laughs> hey, well, no, we, ain't, we ain't doing no lobby meeting. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what's wrong with the lobby? <laughs> you can hear that hotel door. <laughs> room door and knock at room six of eight. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You call me before you're on your way. <laughs> and when you get there, you have the best person call me. I'll come down. We'll walk out to your car. We'll take a ride to Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, somewhere. <laughs> All right, now. But we're right. not hanging out in that hotel. Ain't nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. No. Amen. <laughs> That's for all of us to be careful. Well, mm-hmm. you know, God opened that door for me to learn that lesson. Mhm. And I had to. I learned the lesson. And anybody, I'll tell you, anybody. A lot of people on Facebook that I don't preach for, they think I'm weird. But they, like, I explained the story to them, and they think they think a little different now. But hey, that's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put myself in that situation no more. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. I ain't putting myself in that situation with. With a woman or a man, I don't care if it's your youth pastor. I don't care who it is. Ain't nobody coming up there. Okay. Because I don't have to worry about two things. I don't have to worry about nobody falsely saying something, and then I don't have to worry about me getting self, myself caught up in wrestling and fighting with a spirit I don't need to fight with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know. Amen. So I just wanted to share that with y'all. The you know the devil he'll always try to take and separate from God yeah. in whatever way he can. Mm-hmm. A diversion. Mm-hmm. And to show you how I grown, I used to be so mad and tell who the person that did it to me, and I had to grow and stop sharing their name too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It took a while for that, but you know. That was growth and me maturing that, you know what I'm saying, that, okay, I don't know if they repented about what they do. And I don't know if they're still doing that with every man that come to their church. They're sleeping with them. But if they're doing, they got to deal with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But, um, like I said, tonight's lesson was just awesome. It was good. I and we know. need to let, let you know, it's just the fact that no matter what it is, we don't need to let nothing separate us from God. That's right. Yeah. 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 And there's nothing for being real. I, you know, uh, 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 the thing about it, um, I don't know if Marilyn is still here, but Marilyn is real. Praise the Lord. You know, you. do you ever want to Talk to somebody about coming into uh, walking with Christ and to where she's at today. Hmm. Hmm. Took me a long time. I tell you one thing: her testimony might might save your life. (laughs) A long time. Uh, Um, and she's right there in South Carolina with y'all. Uh, uh, uh. Evangelist um, Easter. Oh, really? Yeah, she's in Somerville, South Carolina. 
Oh, okay. I think that's about uh, right outside of uh, um, Columbia. Charleston. Yes. Mm-hmm. Charleston. Huh? It's outside of Charleston. Out of Charleston. Okay. Well, well, for her, uh, for her, it would be outside of Columbia because she's in Florence. Yes. Yes. Okay. So she's going to come down from North Carolina your way. And once she get on the other side of Columbia... She'll, she'll come into um, well, South Carolina State Colleges, and then she'll come into uh, Somerville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something I don't hung down there with, with Maryland so much, I know the state. <laughs> oh. Mm. Well, we just listening. <laughs> yes. Um, you know your way around. It, it's he just, knows. Yeah, I don't know it. I know <laughs> um, I'm telling you, um, tonight um, we're going to go through our regular format, evangelist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marilyn, tell me what you got out of tonight's uh, Bible study. Excuse me? What did you get out of tonight's Bible study? What did I get out tonight? It's basically what you just said, uh, whatever or wherever you are in your life, in whatever situation you're going through, do not, don't leave Christ. You know, Christ is there regardless of your situation. He'll meet you where you are, you know. So just you draw closer to God. God is always there. He's like he told me, I am with you. I will never forsake you. I am there. So no matter whether if you think that no sin is greater than the next sin, because we all sin. So God is our, our everything. There is nothing on this earth that our God will not do for us. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you. That's so true. Yeah. Amen. you are. And I just want to share with some of y'all. Marilyn been with me ooh, ever since I really started the phone ministry. Amen. Uh, 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 in fact, she was hanging out with me at the beginning when I had the single married uh, phone ministry. Um, and she used to be my administrator in this ministry, everything. And um, then she branched off, and she has an awesome uh, ministry on Facebook. Uh, what is it called? Sharing the Harvest. You know, God yeah. God told me to feed his sheep, and um, I feed okay. the hunger, the hunger here in the low country, you know, and, you know, the face of hunger is shown on so many faces. Um, I had to go all the way to Kenya to realize that we actually had that much hunger here in our hometown. There are so many children go to sleep with no food. And because and, it, and hunger is not just for the poor. Hunger can hit someone who has a home that's $300,000, but inside the house is no food. So 
it doesn't, hunger hits everywhere, and that's where we are now, that hunger has spread it just that far and is hitting our children, you know. So God started me out to do one child or one family at a time. And uh, a couple of years ago, I said over, well, God fed them because he supplied everything, uh, 2,500 family complete meals with the turkey and everything and the building because God had a lady come from North Carolina to give me the building to put all, store all this food in. Mm. And it's all through God, it's just walking and following yeah. his spirit. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So all that time. Amen, 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 amen. I'm telling you, awesome <laughs> ministry God has opened for her. If any of y'all, when y'all on Facebook, uh, please become friends of that ministry. Um, we want to switch on over to Deborah. What? was said to you tonight? Oh, so many things I learned tonight. But um, I learned that when we ask Christ Jesus, when we say in Jesus' name, that it's going from the Holy Spirit, from us, from our lips, and the Holy Spirit is it and takes it to Christ. And Christ turns, take it to God, the Father. I learned that. And, and, um, when you said we were predestined, that God had chose us for the things that we do, like Sister Marilyn chose her before she even was created in her mother's womb, that this is what she was going to do. This is ministry. Amen. Oh, yeah. That's what you're going to do, the, the talk show. And the other sister, Easter, and everyone, they have, you've already found your destiny, what your your job that God had planned for you all to do. Yeah. Now it lets me, it kind of, I am beginning to understand now that I'm not at that mature stage yet. I'm at the learning stage. Mm-hmm. Say with the grace of God that he would allow me to see and I will be strong enough to see it and to be obedient and to fulfill my destiny, whatever it is that he's to me yeah. up. Strengthening me up and teaching me and be prepared. Just be prepared. Keep on learning and be prepared because all his saints have permission to do. We keep saying, why am I here? What am I supposed to do? And I understand now the true ones that listen to God are doing it. They're teaching, they're preaching, they're healing. They're, they're helping. They're loving. And and that's 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 an important, powerful thing for me to Understand. Just yeah. Amen. 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 We thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Lady Willardine. Um, what what I pretty much learned tonight, um, about condemnation. Uh, I feel that, like you were saying, we all stand and come short of the glory of God. We all are going to make mistakes, and we have condemnation to remind us of what we do and teaches us not to do it again. Mm. And also, too, I feel that if um, you focus more on God and even letting him 
take care of us. To me, I feel we should worship God more and put our focus on him and let him take care of us. And then all these sins and stuff will gradually fall away and go away, and we won't have to repeat them or go through them anymore. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Amen. That's so right. You are so right. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, is Joan here? Okay. Um, Evangelist? Um, what a powerful lesson tonight. What I got out the lesson was the only way I can reach, we can reach Jesus' standard is his laws by the Holy Spirit. And, um, that no one, um, sometimes we have to beat the flesh down and let God have his way, Jesus have his way in us with the Holy Spirit. Because we can lose our car house, our spouses, job, children, whatever. But we can't lose Jesus. Amen. Even if we can, if we can become, if we, if we are homeless. One thing mm-hmm. we can all success, we can still have Jesus. Amen. So I learned Amen. Um, tonight um, about... Um, not letting the flesh take control, let the Holy Spirit take control. Mm-hmm. And how that is pray daily and pray one to another and find strength because when I couldn't pray for myself, somebody else was praying for me. So, therefore, I am saved by God's grace and mercy from five accidents and a gun pull on my head and different things and stuff like that and never mm-hmm. a surgery, no surgery or anything. I never had surgery done. And it was only God's grace and mercy that brought me through. And because I'm not really worthy of it, because I have done some awful things. And But even though he said none of us is not perfect, but we, we, we are to strive. And I have to pray daily, even through my thoughts and deeds, because I could be thinking about something even in my mind. So, therefore, I have to pray daily, even for the, um, 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 every day. I ask God for forgiveness. Even if I don't think I've done anything wrong, I still have to ask God mm-hmm. to forgive me. Yeah. Amen. 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 That's what I got out the lesson tonight, Reverend Carpenter. What well, powerful yeah. lesson tonight. Yeah, amen. amen. It really was right. a powerful lesson tonight. And, and mm-hmm. you know what's really so, it's more like a confirmation because I had a very long day. My morning started off like 2.30. Mm-hmm. And and so it was a battle with me today with the spirits. And the Lord was pretty much laying in my spirit exactly what we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. You know, just focus more on him and let him resolve our issues that's yes. going on around us. Right. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was a very, very powerful Tonight. And I, I appreciate it, and I, I'm, I thank y'all for it. Amen. 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 We, we just thank God for the lesson tonight, you know, that yes. it met us in the places that we were dealing with in our lives and what we were thinking about. Um, tonight was just to let us know that if God is for us, who could be against us? Yes. You know, uh, um, we have to rest, rule, and believe in him. 
know. And mm-hmm. and when we we learn tonight, there ain't nothing that God can't do. That's right. So true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And and then if we really looked at it, this gonna mess y'all up. Cause you have to really look to see it. So once I tell you it, you're gonna be like, okay, that's right. We saw the work of the Trinity in this word tonight. Because mm. mm. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. when we go back, it said that the Holy Ghost inter- intercedes for us. Yes. yes. And then Jesus is our intercessor. Yes, Lord. Amen. And everybody that's stepping in for us is interceding to the Father. Wow. Yes. So that let us know that all the other two of the God body are at at work at all times for us. Mm -hmm. All times. Amen. All times. The Father, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. When you're resting, the Holy Spirit is is covering you. Oh, yes. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Praise God. Mm-hmm. When well, you think your prayer ain't got, ain't went through, don't worry about it. Jesus got a hold of it. He's going to bring it before the Father. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And guess what? We don't have to worry about Battling or, or worried about that it ain't gonna that the answer ain't gonna re- return because Jesus is gonna bring the answer back. Yes, oh, he is. Oh, oh Because yeah. if he, if he bring before the Father, he said, "Just ask the Father in my name, and I shall do it." Yeah. See, before we had to wait for an answer by the messenger to bring the answer back to us. Yeah. Now we ain't got to worry about that. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Because once Jesus Jesus said, give it to the Father, and the Father talked to me, he said, I ain't leaving nobody else to come do it. I'm coming to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that, that's a blessing. Because in the Old Testament, Daniel's prayer Got, this angel got stopped up by the principalities of Persia, and he couldn't get his answer. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The, the 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 angel that had his answer had to wait for some help to come fight with him. Guess what? Jesus got my answer, and I ain't got to worry about it being stopped. <laughs> Coming straight on through the main line. Got all power in his hand. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. So just let you know, in whatever situation that we're in or where we're laying at, that Jesus is going to make sure whatever needs to be done is going to be done. Yes. And did I forget anybody by mistake and asking them what they got out of the message tonight? Okay, well, we thank everybody for coming. We thank all y'all, Marilyn. We thank uh, Willa Dean. We thank Deborah. We thank Ooh. the evangelists. We thank all y'all. And uh, Pastor Albright, are you still here? 
No, I think she's already left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand. I I knew that's why I came up here because I knew that you know she's trying to she deals with her husband on dialysis, and I know that you know whenever you're trying to do good, the devil's always trying to do something. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Oh, we, we didn't, also didn't, has, I'm sorry, but I wanted to try to find out. Forgive me for for cutting through. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, do um please do the pound sign. 
Cause, okay, just a pound, no one, and another pound, just a pound. No, just, just a, a pound. pound. Okay. Thank you, Will. Okay, because I know, I know sometimes I can't get through on the line. But, okay, I'll do my best to try to get her to come on with me. Cause I yes. have one. And if not, I'll come on and I'll, I'll try to learn as much as I can so I can try to help her get through this time. Yes, All, uh, if she was on Facebook, it would be great because I have a group called How, uh, Facebook Post with how to deal with the loss of a loved one. And we have some people posting on there as well as myself is the experience that what I, what you know, what brought me through when I lost my parents. Oh, okay. Can I have that as well if you have another minute? Um, way, I can Facebook and, um, and my name, Evangelist Easter Williams. If she, if she requests me as a friend, I can confirm her. And, she, and, and I can put her on that post. That's spelled E A. E A S T E R W Y N N W I L L I E M S. Oh, Williams. Okay. Mm-hmm. Evangelist. Easter, right? S T E R. No, it's Evangelist. Evangelist Easter Williams. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And once she requests me, I'll confirm her and, and um, she can go right straight to um, that other group, how to deal with the loss of a loved one. Okay. I'm going to see, because she might not want to talk on the phone, but she she might just, uh, you she, know. You can Kate. read on whatever yeah. post over there. Okay. All right. Thank you. God bless. You're welcome. God bless you. Thank you. Okay, Reverend Copper. I thank God there? for the service tonight. I thank God for the service <laughs> because you. it was truly a blessing and I felt the spirit at the end, like it was confirmation for us. Mm-hmm. And I fight to stay to the end. I clear I got to go. <laughs> well, then you have a good night, and um, you all have a good night. I thank, thank Reverend Carpenter. I thank you for um, understanding and knowledge of the Word of God, and thank you for um, connect. We're going. We connecting up with these ministries to support each other. I thank Jesus for putting that in our spirit, and Amen. I thank you. For, yeah. for that to um to our attention too. So all right. y'all have a good night. Everybody have a blessed night as we always say in leaving the line. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I love all of you and you have a blessed night. Good night. Everybody, good night. Be blessed. Good night. Amen.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.